Today on the Little Dum Dum Club, a brand new episode with guests Guy Montgomery and first-timer Melanie Bracewell. Uh, we have some shows coming up, don't we, Carl? In That's... all parts of this great land. That is correct, Tommy. We do. We have some live shows coming up. Some big ones. We have uh, we have Brisbane. We're coming up to Brisbane yep. for the first time in ages. That's on uh, August the 7th, on a August Saturday 7th. afternoon. Yes. Then one week later, we have the big 500th episode live in Melbourne at the Athenaeum Theatre. A handful, a very small handful of tickets left for that. That is on the 14th of August. It's a Saturday night. Get in there. Let's get it sold out. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's been delayed a couple of times, but it's finally happening. It's very exciting stuff. And then later in the year, the 9th of October, we are over in Perth uh, for our rescheduled date. If you have an original ticket for that, it is still valid. So hold on to that. Keep it on the fridge and we'll see you there. All of those tickets can be found at littledumdumclub.com. Looking forward to seeing you guys out there in the world. But until then... Enjoy this great new episode with Guy Montgomery and Melanie Bracewell. Hey, mates, welcome once again into the Little Dum Dum Club for another week. Thank you very much for joining us. My name is Tommy Dasselo, and with me, as always, the other half of the program, Carl Chandler. G'day, dickhead. We have two very special guests today beaming in from New Zealand. Please welcome into the Little Dum Dum Club, Guy Montgomery and Melanie Bracewell. Hello. Oh, wow. The warmth of this welcome is truly overwhelming. (laughs) Mm. I'm blown Mm. away. I could cry. (laughs) It is great because we're watching you guys on the Zoom screen. Mel's in her gaming room. We've just just interrupted her from a red-hot game of Pong. (laughs) And uh, Guy has just told us that he's in the most powerful room in his house right now. Yes. Um, so this is going to be an absolute belter. I would like to clarify that I'm in the most powerful. I'm in the sorry, the least powerful room in my partner's mother's house in Wellington. But I am the most powerful person in the house, so on balance, it should be okay. As a gamer, I'm plugged straight into the Ethernet, so I'm very powerful right now. <laughs> you, yeah, you're Chris. You're talking to us through a gaming headset as well, which <laughs> yeah. I really appreciate. And Carl's tried to mention the gaming room that you're in as an offhand comment, and um, I'm, I'm here to say we will be spending a lot of time <laughs> discussing the setup. Uh, on my end, I have a lot of questions. Yeah. Um, but yeah. we can I we f- can get to I them feel later. Like, I feel like. Guy and I should be giving you two wedgies through Zoom somehow, <laughs> you fucking nerds. Yeah, you, you say this, Carl, but again, you've set your computer up in front of the mirror and you've got that classic artless <laughs> bedroom, this incredibly <laughs> grim picture of a man in lockdown. You've had a week to put something on the walls. You knew this record was coming up. <laughs> in fact, I've, I've, I've closed my side of the wardrobe behind me and I have, I've opened my wife's side, so you can actually see all of her underwear at the moment. So I've, I've done an absolute, yeah, so strange absolute she hero hangs act her underwear here. on coat hangers. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. folds them and puts them on the top shelf of the wardrobe. A very <laughs> traditional. Yeah. 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 This is a very confusing image on the Zoom window. In one corner, we've got a gaming setup, and in the other corner, we've got women's underwear. Never have yeah. the two been together yeah. in the same discussion. Yeah. I'm actually just showing off. There is a girl that lives in my house. Not too shabby at all. 
But yeah, what a uh, what what a what a ringing endorsement of this podcast that we are still in lockdown in Melbourne and we've managed to get two guests who have all the freedoms in the world. They could go outside, they could do literally anything right now, and instead they're choosing to sit on Zoom and talk to us. Um, you know, one of the guests, Mel, it's your first time on the podcast. You and I hadn't met before this Zoom call, um, so you you've given up a day of freedom to sit on a call doing something that you didn't even know what the fuck it was until about half an hour ago. So that's, a, a, that's day, a day of freedom, Mel. Did we mention this was a 24-hour podcast? I'm not sure if we did do that up it front. It is my Queen's birthday tradition to do this every year, actually. So oh, uh, This is like giving to charity every Queen's yeah, birthday exactly. instead of the soup kitchen. You're just helping out two dumb cunts from Australia. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. You're welcome. You're welcome. So what was the, uh, what was the pitch from Guy that, uh, that really got you over the line, that really sold you on... Uh, well, he messaged me last night and oh no, it was like two nights ago, and he said, "Do you want to do this podcast with me?" And I said, "Yes, sure, I'll do it on Monday at one." And then uh, last night at about probably midnight, I said, "What's the podcast?" Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> I had already, you know, I'd committed, and then I was sort of yeah. <laughs> felt like I needed some inside information. Um, and he yeah, said it you'd was prepped, yeah. you'd prepped. You'd prep for a European history podcast, and then <laughs> this is this is it instead. Exactly, so. he said it was um, two dickheads from Australia being Australian. I think was his description mm. of it. <laughs> what does that mean exactly? Can I ask, guy? Uh, being Australian, how, how is how is what we do any different to what you do? Can can I can I know the difference? Yeah, please? I think the thing about the way you guys do it. I honestly, I feel like. Um, you guys started this podcast. You were on the, you know, the reason that you're popular at all, right, is just that you started a long time ago. Is that correct? <laughs> yes, that's, that's right. Basically, yeah. For, yeah. We called firsties. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and what an incredible move. I mean, I can't imagine the number of intelligent and insightful people who saw you cut to the front of the queue and think, ah, oh, fuck, that's our cultural landmark for podcasting from Australia. I, I think yeah. that being Australian is just generally probably being... 15 to 20% more ruthless than we're capable of in New Zealand. It's sort of like there's a oh, right. there's a cavalier devil-may-care attitude you guys bring to conversation. And by you guys, I do mean the entirety of your nation that sort of yeah. it harks back to probably my pubescent days in high school. And it's um, – I actually – I love it. You know, it's very. Did you did you have Australians at your high school in your class? Is that, no, is no, it, but I don't. No, I just. Scarred? I think maybe it's an equivalence of maturity. I sort of feel as though uh, that's a that's a match of intellects. We're stuck in we're stuck in year eight. Is that what you're saying? Year eight is too young. You guys are a bit more. You're a bit more sort of blue than year eight boys. I'd say. Oh, okay. Yeah. Year ten. Year nice. eleven. 10. Oh, yes. Sweet spot. Yeah. Thank you very much. 11 starting to get a bit too mature, I think. That's where I, like, oh, I yeah, peaked yeah. in yeah. year 10, so it's yeah. good. Yeah. What were you doing yeah. in year 10, yeah. Matt? I was, I was going to say thank you for the year 10 because in year 7, I don't think I'd really discovered girls, but thank you. I have discovered girls, Guy. I'm definitely year 9 <laughs> yeah, and year 10. I can tell you know all about <laughs> girls. As, the fact that you described them as hanging underwear. In, in the background. Uh, I don't feel like you... <laughs> that should be the promo. I've discovered girls, year nine and year ten. Just clip that out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> High school radio. But, well, year ten, I'm happy with being frozen in year ten, the year I lost my virginity. That's pretty cool. I'm happy to just... Oh, I'm happy wow. to just stay fro- frozen is, in carbonite was, in that era. I was going to say, did you... I was going to say, gee, Tommy snuck that in there, but it's not so much snuck as plastered <laughs> across page one, I think. Oh, yeah, 
Oh yeah, no big deal. I've lost my virginity. No, yeah, sorry to boast, guys. Oh, Not but year ten, year ten, year ten's relatively early. Have we that got any? Like, have we yeah, got 14. any? Uh, yeah. Have we got anyone that can beat that on this panel right now? <laughs> no. Absolutely no, not. No, 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 no. I can't. Yeah. Hey, well, we don't, go. Hey, don't attack me. Attack the Reverend from my school, all right? <laughs> oh, there we go. As a, as yeah. a gamer, I'm... Australian Year 10 humour. Yeah. As a gamer, I'm just hoping one day it'll happen for me. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, can, I, can I ask... Sex Sim City. I can't sure. get over, Mel. You said that you, you peaked in Year 10... So while yeah. Tommy was, you know, having his wicked way with someone, what what were you doing that qualified your physical or mental peak? I was junior. Yeah, that's better than what Tommy was doing. I was junior sports person of the year. That well, was pretty yeah, big were. for me. Oh. Yeah, I was. Yeah, oh. I did quite well in my class. I think I got the dean's award. So it was actually quite a good year for me personally. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah that's, uh, that's interesting, Mel, because the phrase junior was also used in my big boast from year 10 as well. So, uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And a, and a bloke called Dean gave you an award as well. <laughs> so, yeah. Gave you the award of most come given. <laughs> <laughs> and you were very athletic while you were doing it. So that's, that's something. <laughs> Worked up a real sweat. Yeah, <laughs> broke the broke the land speed record on that one too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they they did a whole speech in assembly about it. Yeah, <laughs> these these riffs are why I call the podcast very Australian. Yes. Right, right, right. right. Okay. If this okay, was a New Zealand right. podcast, Whereas, what would be we be riffing about, guy? Do you think? No, Chomsky, I believe. I think. I think it that's is, what you. It is a, there's a lot of Chomsky riffs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's what's what were you doing? What was the why was Guy Montgomery doing in year ten? Where 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 was that on the the Richter scale of of Montgomery doing? Uh, uh, any good or on the lower side or on the upper side? I sort of shot through the middle of all of high school. I was neither cool nor uncool. I was just I had a good a, a good core group, and our our primary focus was having a laugh. All of the more handsome boys who were more coordinated were um. They were going to parties and they were kissing girls, <laughs> and they were some of them. Some of them, even if I remember correctly, from uh, talk around the water fountain, some of them were even poking girls. And oh, uh, God. I was, Ooh. I was, Ooh. yeah, I know. And Facebook wasn't invented yet. <laughs> That's right. <Yeah. laughs> Keeping a healthy distance from all of that. Um, I wasn't applying myself, oh. and I don't know that I've started since then. <laughs> since hanging out with my parents, um, since being here, my parents informed me that when I was in primary school, they I'd moved to a new primary school and they had the parent-teacher interviews. And the teacher was concerned because he did an exercise in class where you had to write down the three people that you liked and the three people you didn't like. And I was the only one what? who... <laughs> I know, which is crazy in itself, but I was the only one who didn't appear on anyone's <laughs> list. <laughs> <laughs> I was just the only one that floated in the middle. <laughs> you didn't oh. float, not on the, not on neither the likes nor the dislikes. No, no, so no one completely... hated me, but no one loved me. Um, this sounds so... like evidence that you are a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really exist. You... I was dead the whole time. <laughs> Were you voted most likely to win Big Brother? Just absolutely sliding <laughs> oh, underneath man, the radar. I've been watching Big Brother. I have been loving it. Uh, my, my my friend of mine was so obsessed with Big Brother in school that. Um, he found somehow, like on the internet, found out who won Big Brother that year, and so he um, hypnotized himself <laughs> somehow. Just like it, hang it on, like was on. spoiled what? online, and he wasn't. We went up to that part of New Zealand yet, uh, so he went on right, YouTube right, right. and tried to hypnotize himself to forget who won, so that he what? could enjoy the show. 
<laughs> Fuck yeah. That, that is amazing. Also, so like, I mean, just being hypnotized to forget that out of like yeah. everything. Like that that's a that's a way more interesting version of eternal spotlight of the spotless mind or eternal sunshine of spotless mind. But but hypnotizing yourself. Yeah, apparently you're what yeah. Is that? Do, do you just Google work. like one of those swaying watches and just watch yeah, that for a couple I think of hours? It's almost or? like a meditative like voiceover kind of thing that would put him into a state of um, I don't know, tranquility or something. <laughs> but, so yeah, the, the challenge was of course the mantra involved repeating the name of the person who won. And so you, just with time, you become more and more furious at yourself. Yeah, that's that's it. Because what would what would it be like? You you just what re, try and remember every other name in the world except for the name of the person who won. Yeah, Big what, how, I mean, how making an effort, hypnotizing work. Making an effort to forget anything will like never work. I think, but he tried. Yeah, <laughs> he was very passionate. Try, what if I try and find like a hypnotism uh, YouTube clip now, and I'll do a share screen on the Zoom call, Great. and the and the back end of this podcast can just be like Carl thinks he's a chicken. Uh, you know, Guy oh, yeah. thinks he's Muhammad Ali. Mm. <laughs> Melanie's forgotten where she is. We can just have a lot yep. of fun. We forget about the images of Tommy Daslow rooting in year 10. <laughs> yeah. Yep, exactly. That would be great. If you were going in to see a hypnotist to get yourself to quit smoking and you just say to the hypnotist, it's like, while you're in there, if you could just knock the plot of the Matrix out so I can give that a first go again, <laughs> you know, why not? Yeah. Get some stuff, Absolutely. get some other stuff taken out while you're at it. I would, I would love, I would love to know how this logistically worked. How to forget just one piece of information via YouTube? <laughs> I would, I, I'm fucking busting. I'm going to try it myself after this. <laughs> well, I, I've I can told you many piece. times it did not work. <laughs> he did not, he did not <laughs> but, forget who it was. But, he still remembered. He just but, tried. But, <laughs> <laughs> Was there was there any doubt at all? Did he come to school and it was like, oh, I'm a little bit unsure. Maybe I can just remember the person who came second. Was it, or was he just come to school and going, no, he, no, I definitely still know it. He it was my like best mate's little brother, so he was in a different year. But yeah, he he was he's very much would always try those sorts of tactics if that makes sense. Like he would go all out to just like enjoy something it's, better. Right. It's also classic internet sleuth behaviour to sort of be digging around to have more information about the thing you love and then in doing so to absolutely ruin the thing you love. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's like the, the modern day version. Like that's that's this generation's version of like when I was a kid, I would I, I would be like trying to buy X-ray specs out of the back of comic books yes. and going, yeah, this is a, this is a thing that can happen. Whereas twenty years later, it's someone <laughs> being hypnotised by YouTube into forgetting the Logan Brothers from you, <laughs> from Big Brother. <laughs> I want to forget the turkey slap. I want to experience yeah. it fresh. <laughs> yeah, actually, they could have actually done that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did you guys ever get into – I remember, like, a friend of mine when we were in probably, like, year nine, he was like, oh, I heard about this thing where, like, if you, if, you, if you squat down and if you, like, breathe really heavily really quickly and get a bit – start to get a bit dizzy and then stand up and have someone, like, push on your chest, you, like, pass out for a second and it gives you this, like, kind of weird high I... and we got really into doing that. That, like that spread so. li- like wildfire around my school, and I actually I <laughs> forgot about it. Com- yeah. <laughs> forgot about it completely, and then ran into an like a family friend's son. So he went to the same school as me, but he was a few years younger. 
And like the first thing he said to me was like, hey, do you remember when I came over to your house for dinner? And then you were like, took me upstairs <laughs> to the hallway. And I was like, please, this, me- this memory is very scary. And he said, and then we'd hyperventilate and yeah. push the other one. This, this guy, this guy, you should have... I- you should have got this guy on YouTube immediately and tried to make him forget this moment. <laughs> so, but it was exactly that. And you'd push each other up on the chest until you'd pass it. And I had no recollection of doing this with him. But it's for him, it was so visceral. It was, like, it was a very formative memory. It was, um, it was crazy. <laughs> I, I, you know what, I, we had the same thing at our school, except funnily, there was just slightly different moves involved. It was the same end game where someone passes out for a second, but there wasn't the push. There was, there was, there was some other bits involved. I can't remember the exact. I feel like it's that Seinfeld episode where they're going. Do you finish with the swirl or wh- whatever? Oh it yeah, is. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was, it was <laughs> slightly wait, different. Wait, hang on. Oh, that classic. Secret was you were sucking each other off. That's how how you go all lightheaded and pass out. Yeah, we did it a bit differently at our school. (laughs) You mean like gobbies, right? Well, you don't know. Guy doesn't remember. Guy can't remember. It could have been like that. Did that make it to your school, school mail? No, this is insane to me. This, I've never heard of this in my life. No. There's also a very ge- there's a slight <laughs> you were, generational divide. You were the divide. athletic kid. You were you were running around the oval. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. were we were huffing yeah. glade. You know. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, we didn't have anything like that available when I was at it. Yeah, because it's like looking back on it, you go. That is like so fucking dangerous. Like genuinely, like could have accidentally fucking killed yourself or one of your mates right like it's, oh. it might it's super unsafe yeah 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 we, we had a bunch of our guys did it and then i was like that looks insane i'm not doing that and then everyone got got dobbed in and had to be going to the principal's office and this one guy just like fingered me and was like this guy did it as well and i'm like I absolutely did not do it. And I was the one guy that was like the one guy that didn't do it. And they're going, oh, you fucking nerd. You're not doing it. I'm like, and then I got dragged in and punished the same as the rest of them. I'm like, I fucking did That's not. That's exactly what you I get for being I'm- a massive fucking nerd. What did you expect yeah. to happen? Yeah. <laughs> Can you explain what it, get it? what it felt like? What What was the equivalent? I don't understand what kind of high you would get. Is this the appeal of like the autoerotic asphyxiation kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, like super, super lightheaded, like kind of, sort of like the fall, feeling like you're falling asleep a little bit, I guess. It's, yeah, I've, I can't, I can't I've, really um, remember it super vividly. Let's do I've it fa- now. <laughs> 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 I've fainted a few times and the feeling that I would articulate that as is it's like, it's it, initially it's quite freaky because you're losing, you know, you're losing cognizance and control over your faculties, but then there's a point where it crosses over where you know that you've got no control over it, and it's it, until then it's quite freaky. But then that moment, it's also what I imagine it feels like because I hear that you get a very high delirium before you drown, but it's sort of like you let go of the control and you feel this burst yeah. of euphoria within your body where you're like, okay, well, I'm going down. And then you have these very, very intense, like psychedelic dreams within the, the moment of passing out. It's um. Oh man, I got to get on. I got to get back into this. I, I, I missed out by being a nerd. Fuck, this sounds awesome. Carl, let's break lockdown we... to just do this to each other all day. <laughs> getting a fine, getting a fine for you coming around and well, shoving me in the chest and making me pass out. You can do. You, we've got an hour of exercise, and we can meet up with someone that you know. So we could 
you know, we could meet up at the park over the road right now, Tommy, and do yep. this as our exercise. That's true. That's very true. Yeah. <laughs> we our our my my um gang of cohorts uh they added something. They added something different on the on the mix for this. They they did all this passing out stuff, but for some reason they also got one of the guys that they thought of, sort of didn't really like very much. Got him to do all of that stuff, and then wrapped him up in a big like hose, and then pulled the hose. So as he was passing out, he was also being strangled by the school hose. Wow! What? The school hose. <laughs> the school hose is who uh, Tommy yeah. hooked up with. <laughs> 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 that was Dean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we um we we got really into doing it and we were doing it just like at uh at friends houses on the weekends for a little bit and like yeah, just f- five of us just like hanging out at a friend's house and then There's got to be a name for this. There must yeah. have been a name for this. Surely. Yeah, someone someone listening will know surely. But like we yeah, we got really hooked on it and then <laughs> We we were like so addicted to it that then we did start. We were similar to you. Addiction's Carl. We a strong word. <laughs> well, we started doing it at school. We were like we couldn't get through the week without having a crack at this, and that was when yeah, I think a teacher saw us, and we all got pulled in, and we were like, this is you can't be doing this. Like this is really dangerous, and the absolute gall to be standing around doing this in the schoolyard, like basically. Knocking I, each other out. Obviously, like, I agree with that. But also, part of me is like, let the kids have some wholesome fun. They're not on drugs. They're not drinking. They are yeah. risking well, life and limb. Yeah. But also, it's like, it, to <laughs> me, while it is highly dangerous and absolutely ridiculous, some part of me looks at that and thinks, good on you, kids, for finding <laughs> something to entertain yourselves that is purely within yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's it's like making it's like making fire out of like wood. Like, how did you get this? How did you yeah. how did you come yeah. up with this idea? And how did it spread so far to like being yeah. you know yeah. without the internet? Is that you understand how these yes. trends like catch on? But it was like that room, yeah. like all these rumors and stuff that would go like proliferate through all these schools, but. There was no. How did they do it? Well, physically, one kid would have told yeah. another kid. Yeah, it was our. It was our Slender Man. Yeah. <laughs> it that was older siblings. Older siblings were the internet of their day. It was that was that, that was how information was filtered. Absolutely, one hundred percent true, and a very mm. beautiful articulation of it. I like that. They were the original internet. <laughs> <laughs> just an older kid. Yeah, didn't even have to be someone you're, you knew. Just you you're know. right. You're right. You're right because they were the internet at the time. Because the older kids were the ones that were leaving the pornos up the bush, so they were providing the pornography from the internet as well. Yep. Yeah. What was? Did <laughs> yeah. you say that you're the young? You're the youngest of six, Mel. I was. It's like what was the misinformation that was being handed down through the Bracewell family when you were a kid. Oh, the one that like leaps to mind is like how the that Steve from Blue's Clues like killed himself. That was like a oh, classic yep. rumor yep. that I think went around every school. Yeah, yeah. I think. <laughs> uh, yeah, there was a lot of. It was always someone who killed himself. Bobby McFerrin killed himself. Michael Jackson had mm. killed himself. Uh, yeah, it was. It was. It was. It was just people dying. There was, there <laughs> was no are, other yeah. creativity. Those were the two bits of information you'd get. It's like, this person is a dead pedophile and here's how to have a sweet natural high. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> those yeah, were the two, yeah. <laughs> Those were the two bits of information. Michael Jackson connected to down. both of them in many cases. But yeah. <laughs> in many ways, it was a simpler time for the internet. <laughs> yeah. It really was. <laughs> um, 
What about this? So I, I feel like I, I need to bring this up. Uh, this, we talked about this week. I'll give you a recap, uh, you guys. Um, so, uh, look, a, a, a pretty bad thing that's happening in my little block of flats at the moment, especially since we're in lockdown at, at the moment. So I, I, I'm in an apartment. We have a <clears throat> very, very narrow little balcony. So, uh, uh, you know, a very, very small little amount of space that you can go out and get a bit of fresh air out there. Now, what's been happening the last couple of weeks is uh, our our neighbour, and by neighbour I mean the person who's living directly above us, um, has got a, quite a large dog. Uh, and now he does walk the dog, um, but it, it, it's become obvious that he doesn't walk it quite enough. Now, what's happened is, now I'd never known about this before a week ago, a couple of weeks ago, um, a, a, what's what I've called a piss mat has fallen down onto our balcony. For some, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of this. Now uh, they've got a mat that the dog pisses on, and then they just let that fall into our balcony for some reason. So we, we got the, our balcony was sopping wet with dog piss. They came and grabbed it off us. From from then on, there's been a constant deluge of dog piss leaking down onto our balcony in lockdown. Our one little refuge, our one little bit of of um, fresh air. We can't even leave the door open anymore. We're, we're getting this Niagara Falls of dog piss Oof. flooding down into our apartment every day. Yep. You're out now, there pushing on your wife's chest trying to get her to pass out. <laughs> she's, getting, she's getting soaked in dog piss, completely ruining the high. Yeah. It's a tricky now, have one. You, have, you guys, have you guys ever heard of, first of all, a piss mat? I think Not I've for heard a dog. of it. For the dog. <laughs> <laughs> it must be nice to have a family where you can spare a piss mat to the dog. Wow. Someone's doing Someone's well. Someone's doing all right. <laughs> well, I have heard of one, but yeah. yeah, for dogs that live in apartments where there's no grass and it just teaches them to have a – is it kind of like covered in like a, you know, fake – Turf kind of thing. It's astroturfy kind yeah. of. Yeah, it's, it's meant to be a training thing, right? That's that's. I found that out during the week from people posting about it on our Facebook. That it's for, isn't it meant meant to be for the purposes of teaching the dog, right? Yeah, teaching the dog what grass is apparently. Yeah. So yeah. Um, that's that's <coughs> what a fucking do- dumb dog. Anyway, um, so that's what's been happening. <laughs> that's like, how, do you, surely you don't need a fucking a tool to show what grass is. Anyway, you just give them one look and that's and, and you're ready to go. I would have thought, but anyway. Um, now that's I've talked about it on the show. Um, we we I, I've had many times of going up and talking to the the owners of the apartment upstairs who for some reason my wife is convinced that the guy's gay. I don't know why that keeps coming up. Um, he's very clearly not gay. Um, they're in a, there's, there's a relationship going up there. and so this sounds, uh, this sounds like you're in a relationship with him and you're just trying to throw her off the scent. He's obviously straight. He's definitely well, straight. Hey, look, I'd love to be thrown off the scent at this point. Yeah, yeah. And going out in the mobile. You've yeah, created this elaborate... Ruse this lying system where he accidentally drops the. P- oh, I better go take the piss mat back upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> why? Why were you up there for three hours? Oh, the mat was really heavy. It was hard to get it yeah. up the stairs. It sounded like you're yeah, having a big yeah. argument, but at the end, you really agreed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a lot of noise going on. Oh, we were just doing this thing that we did in year eight. Um, we were just trying that thing out again. Um, so. Um, What's there was there was there was nothing happening last week in terms of um, there was no result. 
a lot of a lot of very big. What did when you talk to this person? What did they say? Just go. Oh, sorry, this piss on your balcony (laughs) or what? No. Well, yeah. Look, it's a good good question. What what he does? What he's what he's sort of trick is is he gives me the this this great look like I knock on the door and and I've knocked on the door several times obviously. Um, I knock on the door and he gives me this big old uh, NIDA acting school sort of like. Oh, what are you? What are you doing here? And it's like, mate, what's the only thing I've ever come here for? I'm not coming up to borrow a cup of sugar. I'm not, you know, I'm not in Leave It to Beaver. I'm, I'm, I'm coming up. 100 percent of the times I've talked to you is over the subject of dog piss. Re your dog. Now he gives me the whole oh oh real like like his dog looking at me sideways going oh okay what's happening here and and I'm like what do you reckon it is. And so, th- so I've been up there several times last week. Now, it, since I talked about it last week, I've gone up again several times, and he, and it, it's I've been up there five times now, and every time he gives me the oh what's what oh what's what are, what are you doing this week, and I'm going you know what it is, and he it's goes, a masterclass and, in so gaslighting. I have to say, yeah. <laughs> so he says to me this time. Well, what, what's the what's going on today? And I said, well, you know what it is. You know the only reason I come up here. It's to talk about your dog's piss. And he goes, well, can't be my dog. And I'm like, this is a new one. Is there a dog above yeah, your it's, apartment it's now? It's dribbling is, down three layers. <laughs> <laughs> that would be, now that would be a great excuse for him to be like, oh, yeah, look, we got, we got to go upstairs and like take this guy on. Yeah, we've got the same problem too. It's yeah. just, it's come through my, it's all over my balcony. It must have, I mean, we've got a cat now. We don't even have a dog anymore. Yeah. But so the idea he, that he's just spending all the time in between visits from you, just drafting new things that he's going to say to you when you turn up. He's like, "All right, he didn't buy the. It's I don't have a dog thing. I got to get back to the drawing board and think of another excuse." Yeah, yeah. So then he goes, "Oh well, it's, it can't be my dog." I'm like, "What do you What do you mean?" And he goes, "Well, my dog's been inside, or you know, for like a week now." And I'm like, "How is that an excuse? That's if anything, that's an admission of guilt." Like, mm-hmm. if your dog's been inside for a week, that means he hasn't been outside to piss anywhere. Mm-hmm. I, I, so I don't know whether he was trying to Jedi mind trick me or what. I don't know how that's a thing. So I just, I just sort of block that out and go, I, I don't know what that means. All I know is that my balcony is covered in dog piss. <laughs> and you, you, can, you can tell from, like, there's, there's a lot of evidence that it's coming from above, which is you. You're above me. It's not coming from below. There's no sort of like, you know, like Yellowstone, Yellowstone National Park sort of geyser of piss coming up from below me or anything like that. It's definitely coming from you. And it, it has continued to come from you. And he's like, yeah, well, I, I mean, yeah, look, I've done everything I can. I've plugged everything up. I've plugged, you know, everything up. So it, it just can't what be What does he mean me. by plugged everything up? Uh, Straight in the dog's well, urethra. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, that's that's a good point. So, a lot of the feedback we've got from this from last week's episode is a lot of people, a lot of a lot of geniuses out here that that think they've been in the same situation as me have gone. Oh, you should just plug it up. Just put a cork in it. Just put a cork in the in the big hole in their roof and just plug it up. I'm like, can't he's not living in a bathtub? Like that's not <laughs> yeah. how it works. There's no very obvious hole 
in above me that I've just missed. That's a big I've, old piss hole that I've gone. Oh well, I'm 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 out of ideas. I've got this very clear visual image right now of your upstairs neighbour lying down in his identically laid out apartment on the bedroom floor with a glass to his ear, just listening to you rag on him and going, "Yeah, he's really pissed off now." <laughs> We're really getting to him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's just he's just listening through the listening hole I have in my bedroom as opposed to the piss hole I have on my balcony. Yeah. I really I should have plugged it up in hindsight. Could you then we're talking about the the apartment above his. Why don't you visit them? Go, oh, I need to check something out with your balcony, just checking it out. And then you piss through the gap of their balcony oh, as the ultimate. That's pretty revenge. good. That's pretty oh, good. Absolutely. I mean, if I if I wanted to get kicked out of this apartment, absolutely, I there would do that. There was nothing in the body that corporate is... that said I couldn't do that. <laughs> now, now that's where you're wrong because my wife has gone through the entire body corporate and has uh, has already highlighted several clauses of it to then uh, bring on to body corporate meeting. Which I'm like, can we just pull back from going to body corporate by saying? that we are filled with piss at this point, can we somehow, like, just try and talk to the neighbour first and figure it out before that? Because I, we're going to have a nightmare living situation from now on. If, if I don't want to get into the legalities. She, because I came home and I, I got, she got she got sprung. I said, don't talk to anyone about this yet. I'm going to sort this out. And I got home from a run and found her very deep into a conversation with body corporate which then she was just trying to like, yeah, 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 and, and, and clause 1.2, and then I walk in and she's like, I'll just take this outside. And then just like <laughs> took off from me. <laughs> she went on the so balcony, couldn't hear that. stripping down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can I say, in defense of your, your partner, Carl, that it sounds like you saying, I've got this, and you've just outlined for about 10 minutes the ways in which you do not have this at all. Like yeah. <laughs> what course of action yeah. is left? Yeah, look, look, that's very fair as well. But yeah, if if this if if the the thing is, I said to her, right, okay, you've been sprung. You're you're talking to body corporate. Okay, great. All right, if that's what you're going to do, if that's what the way you're going to, I can only see trouble. You tell me what body corporate have recommended to you. And she said, oh, talk to them. I'm like, well, there we go. Okay, that's uh-huh. they're only recommending that you talk to them anyway. So that's what I'm doing. If you bring in body corporate, all of a sudden it, it's it's basically like telling the police. What if you, you know? All of a sudden it's dobbing on these people. What if you taped like a a snacko or some desirable dog treat to the end of a long stick and you held it outside the balcony, just up oh. towards where the the top of the balcony line is for them, and you just sort of slowly tempt the dog all the way out of the apartment, all the way out into the sky, and all the way until you're no longer facing this problem. <laughs> oh, <laughs> out, out to the sky. <laughs> out to the sky. This is see. This is the same as what we had on Facebook during the week. All of the suggestions for solutions to Carl's problem. Are imagining that Carl lives in some kind of like Looney Tunes style world. Yeah. It's like it's yes. like people going, just funnel the piss back up onto their balcony. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, almost yeah. like you record a comedy podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I Go know I there. do give off, I give off very strong Wiley Coyote vibes. I understand why it's coming in, but I'm just saying it's not super you do, you've got, useful you at know, this point. You've got the same exhausted, put upon eyes of Wiley Coyote. You genuinely, yeah, do. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've got about the same success rate in general as well. 
Yeah. Carl, what you do is you go up there and you tell them that it's rabbit season, okay? That's how they sort things out. Quick yeah, yeah. sticks. I dress, up, I dress up as a female rabbit, a very sexy <laughs> female rabbit, and I tempt the dog out. When the dog fucks me... Uh, yep, yep, now we're talking. Okay, I've run out of ideas after that happens, actually. Right. I actually, I ran, so, in, I ran into a... Uh, this is just a, a, a sidebar to this, but I ran into a dog problem of my own very recently. I was putting on a, a show... Last Sunday, two Sundays ago. Mel, you actually did the show, but you didn't arrive until the second half. But the first Sorry. act on the show had come straight from set. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was, That's I was right. At, I was at the break Put on blast. I got so yeah, yeah. drunk. I felt almost quite bad because I turned up there like quite steamed and did my set. No, but, no, you knocked it out of the park. Oh. But before that, so this, this, the first act had come straight from set with a, a driver and also with her brand new puppy because... They, there's no one at home to look after this puppy. And the green room for this gig is a caravan out the back of the bar. And so I'm, I'm, I'm hosting the gig. So things are, things are going well, obviously. Well, everything's going gangbusters. Because what we're doing in New Zealand at the moment, Carl, is leaving our house to do comedy shows. Uh, okay, right. But right. anyway, so I, I sort of introduced the gig and set it up. And it's like, okay, is it all right if the puppy just hangs out here? Cause didn't bring a lead for the puppy. Whatever. I said, yeah, that's fine. So I, I set up the gig at the start. Welcome on stage the first act. Then I go back out to the caravan and I, I look through the window and the dog is just pissing in the middle of the floor of the caravan. <laughs> and the driver who was ostensibly minding the dog is just... That is, is, that is one green room. It's just, exactly, is just watching it happen. And I was like, I'm sorry, are you not seeing what is happening? Like, there's two, there's two living species in this caravan. How you So I go into the bathroom and like rip off all this paper towel, go and clean it up or whatever put the toilets back in, go back into the uh, gig to see how it's going, first act's still on, come back out. The dog is doing exactly the same thing again <laughs> in exactly the same spot with exactly the same amount of action happening from the driver. So I'm like, okay, this is ridiculous now. Same cycle again. Go back into the, <laughs> go back into the gig, come back out, and now the dog is on top of one of the squabs. And before the show, the guy who owns the bar in the caravan had told me that someone left the caravan unlocked and some very odd burglars came and stole all of these like custom made squabs except this one remaining squab and he was furious the other squabs had been taken but he was really proud of his squab so I come back out the dog is now shitting on the squab <laughs> I was like this is insane but because the owner loves it so much like I can't actually communicate anything that's happening on stage when I go back out there so I take the squab out I'm scrubbing so like with soapy tissues I'm scrubbing the shit off of the squab <laughs> I feel like I was trapped in a sitcom backstage and then I have to go back out on stage and act like everything's totally fine and normal and we're just at this regular gig. The dog's yeah, like I, urine cycle is like the perfect comedy set length that you could have used the dog right, as the yeah. sort of yeah. red light in the back of the room. Well, that's... You, you yeah. would have, you would have <laughs> noticed when I messaged you. The dog is Mel said, how long do you, do you want me to do it? And I said, three pisses and one shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> So yeah. is the gig like being piped in? Do you, when you're in the caravan cleaning all this shit up, do, can you hear the gig, or are no, you no. just having so to like I'm, I'm, clean for no, a bit, I'm, run back? I'm out literally and make sure. I'm running back and forth like I'm in some sort of <laughs> script. Are you emceeing? I'm hosting the gig. And can I can I ask this? What what's a swab? I don't know oh, what a, a squab, squab is. A squab. They're like pillows for oh, um, a squab. You know, for boats or caravans or whatever, they're like custom. I didn't to the... know, but I kind of guessed based on your story what it would be. Yeah, well, I didn't right. know either. I didn't want to sound dumb, but uh, yeah, I'm glad. <laughs> no, it, it, I sound like an idiot. 
And <laughs> I, I literally thought I literally thought it was like some sort of cotton bud that you clean your ears with. I'm like, how is this dog filling up this swab with with piss <laughs> and shit? That is it's very precise. So, like I said, uh, my my neighbour, who I still haven't even learnt the name of, um, uh, I think my wife thinks his name is Liberace. But uh, so I I can't get I can't get him to sort of like admit to any of it. Sort of. He, what he does is he puts up this big defence. And he's like, uh, yeah, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know what's going on. Like, it can't be my dog or whatever. And then I'll push him. And so this, this is the, this, the same thing happens every time. I'll push him and go, look, it's clearly your dog. Um, I, look, I just want to get, I'm not, I'm not mad, I'm not fighting you. I just need this resolved. This needs to stop happening. And then he goes, and then he just crazily folds. Like, just goes from being really aggressive and really getting his back up to just going, Oh, you're right. You're right. It's not good enough. It's absolutely not good enough. You shouldn't wow. be putting up with this. Wow. It is not good enough. Something's got to. Something's got to change. Something's got to change. Something's got to be done. And I'm like, Whoa. Okay. All right. And all of a sudden, it's like okay. it's like a masterclass. I'm living a lie. <laughs> you got me. <laughs> my wife. We just paint. We paint the mustache off off my wife. It's not my wife. It's a man. <laughs> So then, then all of a sudden, I you know I come up. I'm the I'm the attack dog sent up from my wife. All of a sudden, I'm going, "Hey man, take as long as you need. Just oh if we can no. get this oh, sorted, that like tactic. it's not your fault. It's wow. not you pissing. I know it's not you pissing. I know yeah. you're not telling your dog to piss. Uh, uh, we we just need to fix this somehow. Okay, and I love like, piss. It's man. not even that big of a deal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tell him to piss more. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Been watching a lot of Man vs Wild. I'm into it honestly. Yeah. Yeah, actually, I like it. It's my wife's is the problem, you know. Like, like, like you know, all women are trouble. You know, you're with me, brother, aren't you? Like, she's the one who wants to get rid of the piss, not me, buddy. We should move in. In fact, so you got anyway. you got four D chess. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm on the absolute back foot. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. So then. I go back down. I go, okay, all right. Well, he said he said he's doing something about it. He, he's he's like, he, I, he, I, as I said last week, he's got some sort of like plumbing situation. He's telling me he's going to Bunnings. He's telling me he's, he's got some sort of funnel situation. I don't quite understand how it happens. How w- what's happening here? But he's 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 like the ancient Greeks. He's got some sort of new uh, piss plumbing system installed above my house. I'll leave it with you. So then uh, uh, he he seems quite heartfelt about that. A day later, or I give it 24 hours, I wake up. The problem is possibly the worst it's ever been. In, in okay. That, in okay. That, I'm like, is he now doing this on purpose? What's, what's happening? So he's, he's outfoxed me. He's, he's got my defences down and then he's absolutely unleashed and just opened the entire wall up. Maybe he's got more dogs in there now. I don't know. <laughs> he's he's, he, he may have, He's done a ring around. He's, he's gone to the pound. He's adopted some more strays or something and then just gone, guess what, boys? No rules here. Go for yeah. it. So what, what's happened is it is like there's genuinely like – like it, beforehand there's like stains all over the wall. There's spatter on the ground. There's spatter oh, on my window. Spatter. Oh. Now, now <laughs> there is genuine yellow puddles on the balcony. Oh. Uh, but the thing is – that now it's moved. So my balcony, uh, Tommy, if you, you you've been here before, it's it's quite narrow, but then it opens up on the corner, and there's quite a bigger area, and that's where we put our laundry. So guess what, guys? That is where 
it is coming now. It is just raining down on that corner where all of my clothes are. So yep. it's the dog piss is going through, going all over my laundry, all over my clothes. In fact, some of the clothes I'm wearing right now, uh, I've obviously rewashed it since then. But it is the worst. <laughs> the worst part of the worst bit it could be raining down on. It is raining down on right now. Right. So I'm like <clears throat> fucking hell. So I'm like immediately have to go back upstairs. So I go back up. We have the the same dance. The same dance happens. Oh, what's what's oh what's happening? What, and are you what's, what's are you happening? are you wearing the piss clothes just so that he can really <laughs> get just so that he can get an immediate <laughs> right. sense for what he's been causing? No, no, no. I'm not. I've I've taken pictures. I've I've got video. I've taken pictures <laughs> video of all of it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, well, I, I I could so I can show him. There can he can be in no doubt. This can double up for the the you know to give to my wife to bring to the bloody council of apartments, whatever. Um. So I've gone up. He he goes. Oh, what's happening? And he's like, Well, I can't. It it cannot be my dog, because I've got out the plumbing. I've I've gone and bought stuff from Bunnings. I've barricaded everything. Everything is like waterproof. It's airproof. It's absolutely solid. There can be nothing. It cannot be coming from our apartment now. The job is done. And I said, Look, I really appreciate that you've you've obviously done something because what's happened is it was coming down the side of the apartment beforehand. And now it's obviously been moved all down to the end of the apartment where all of my washing is. And it's sprayed down completely the other end of the apartment. It's coming down all over my laundry. And, and he goes, oh, it's coming down the other end. Right. Yeah, well, that's the one bit I didn't fix. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> so when you said it was waterproof and airproof and everything else proof, you meant some of it was. So you have just done some sort of system where you've pushed all the piss down to the other end of the house to the worst possible spot, and now I don't have anything to wear. I was just going to say, like, for, for Guy and Mel, for, for context, there is a park literally across the street from Carl's apartment building, and this man's absolute reluctance to just take the dog outside is sort of impressive at this point, I have to say. It's admirable. It's it, I, I reckon this is some, like, scientist or this is some top-tier super interesting intelligent person who is second in line in Australia to have a podcast and has just never let it go. And so <laughs> I will track I will track down Carl Chandler and he will hear about right. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He 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 was the second person to have the idea of of um talking shit with mates and like fuck yeah. I can't believe he, he beat me to it. Yeah. I, if I can't that have my, my own one, one good idea. If I can't have my own one, I'll just feature on this one every week from now on. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the next, that's the next best thing. <laughs> oh, you're trapped in hell, man. Oh, that sounds that awful. Sounds yeah. terrible. I'm so sorry. Man. So, so what so, now? Well, well, this is this is the update. So I've told him about that. That he's, wasn't he's the update? That is... <laughs> was that just <laughs> the recap? <laughs> no, no, no. That was the update. That was the this update. is previously on Carl Chandler. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I could I could tell this every week from now on. Um, it feels I, I, that way. Yeah, in lockdown, there's nothing else to do but talk about the piss that's been put right. upon me. New guests um, every week, and I'm just having to. You're having to recap them, and I'm just I'm just trapped having to hear. It's like Groundhog Day, like hearing this same disgusting story every week for the rest of my Grand life. Groundhog Day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what's happened is that's like a day and a half ago that 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 that's happened. Now he. Uh, 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 he he promised he was going to Bunnings. He he admitted that that was the one end that hadn't been 
insulated properly for dog piss. They didn't have the vaccine for dog piss. So we're a day and a half later, no dog piss. So absolute fingers crossed at this point. But there's been it's. I feel like you know one of those. Uh, I should have one of those signs. A day and a half since my last dog piss incident. Right, but that's right. what's. If that's you, where we are. Man, at the moment. if you follow the narrative arcs and the rhythm of the story you've told, sure, there's no dog piss right now. But tomorrow or the day after next, there is going to be an absolute fucking torrent of dog piss and shit. They're, Just. Bucketing down into shit. your life. Yeah. Yeah. Shit it's is going to be the next one, I it's reckon. It's probably yeah. going to be through one of the light fittings in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. If it, doesn't, if it can't come out one way, that liquid's got a, a, a way of finding of just going downhill to find the next little little hole. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that might, that might be the case. But it's, it's – the dam might be just struggling to burst at this point. I don't know. But it, it's – I just don't understand how it's taken this. Like, I'm very nervous about it because for him to find a solution now, I just can't believe that he hasn't found a solution before now. Mm. It doesn't feel like it's like yeah. it's, it seems pretty, pretty seems obvious. like he's doing something like he's just not giving any water to his dog or something in the meantime until you forget about it and then he can get away <laughs> yeah. with it happening again because you're like, oh, well, it's actually been good for a few days so you get a bit more rapport with him and then he can totally fuck right. you over. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because we've been doing this for like 50 minutes now, so there could have been, you know, there could have been a real, uh, there could be a real waterfall happening right now for all you know. It could, it could yeah, be well, happening right this very minute. It could be. Um, I, I'll, I can go and check, but <laughs> the, the, it seemed like the, the main, from what I learned the other day, and the main pissing hours of this dog is overnight. Right. Um, oh. Because right. It, was, it, was, it, was, it was first thing in the morning, and I'd left my washing out overnight, and... Uh, yeah, it was not dry, and uh, and like he said, when I came up to complain about it, he said, "Man, it's been raining." I go, "Yeah, but the thing is, rainwater doesn't leave a stain on clothes or on balconies or on walls." And he's like, "Oh, okay. Well, there's no, there's no, you know, I haven't seen the stains." I'm like, "Yeah, because you refuse to come and have a look." And I'm like. When you walk your dog, if you ever fucking do again, yeah. you can literally see on the outside walls, there is the walls are properly stained with piss. Oh, if you walk God. past my house on two different walls now, it is it's like paint. It is stained with dog piss. The idea that this guy is just sitting there and the dog is like clawing at the door onto the balcony and then it starts raining. And the guy just being like, fuck, we're on here. The perfect cover. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> now the dog can just piss to its heart content. This idiot downstairs isn't going to know the difference. Fuck yeah. yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, rain last night. It was a bit smelly. It was one of those smelly showers. Oh, okay, mm. no worries. Duh. Yeah, the clouds had a lot um, of asparagus, and that's why, it, uh, yeah. that's why the rain stank. <laughs> Do you go, oh, see, I haven't, I haven't had a lot of problems with neighbors before this is sort of quite new for me do you guys have do you guys have neighbor issues at all not that i can think of really it's been quite chill there were a lot our neighbors definitely broke lockdown about 15 times but you know it wasn't a personal slight against us uh it was more just sort of oh they're breaking the law they weren't they weren't walking around with their masks off pissing into your house though. Yeah. They were, they were relatively <laughs> they okay. They were endangering yeah. themselves. Uh no, yeah, I I no. No, there's a lovely guy called Johnny lives next door. 
Seems nice <laughs> enough. Okay, well, yeah, right. Drive, <laughs> Must be nice. Yeah. Drives a Mazda. Seems like a good dude. <laughs> I mean, Carl, the time to ask that question would have been before you've told your story because any mm. bad neighbour complaints just sort of pale in comparison now. <laughs> just like, yeah. oh, it was bugging me a bit, but, it, you know, it's not yeah. pissing in my oh. open mouth every day. So, well, you know, I don't know that. I think... I think that Mazda bit's got legs that Guy was talking about. You know, having a Mazda, that, that could be something. That could be please, yeah. please tell me that you've moved where you're drying your laundry from now on. Please tell me that you've at least got a different yeah. spot for it. Beyond, beyond the dog piss, leaving your laundry out in the rain is, is, is not sound. <laughs> it wasn't raining when I left it out. The dog wasn't pissing when I left it out. This is all great in hindsight, but... You know, until someone invents an app that can predict when it's going to rain, well, you know, it's 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 all a mystery. Do we get it's meteorologists? Not my fault. <laughs> <laughs> it's incredible, isn't it? They've got an app for everything except the weather. It really makes you think. <laughs> I wish I had a, an app for when the dog was drinking upstairs. That's what I wish I had an app for. Yeah, you need to. Um, you need to. Next time you go up there, you need to somehow get a bug into the apartment. Get set up like a little. Uh, Little camera situation. Oh, you know what's worse is every time I go up there, the, the door opens, the guy pops his head out and it's like, oh, what? what's all this about? And then the dog races out and jumps all over me. And I'm like, cool. Well, now I've got, you know, all, I've got dog all over Probably me. excited to I've meet someone who smells like me. the end of his penis. <laughs> <laughs> he successfully marked his territory on you already. Yes. So. Oh, that's right. He's, he thinks I belong to yeah. him. Do, Fuck. Well, c- conversely, Tommy, I feel like uh, this was a while ago, but when I was on the podcast, you were, you'd befriended someone in your neighborhood block who was providing you with marijuana. No, it never got that far. It was, uh, she was, I would smell it wafting down from the balcony upstairs. And uh, I was, I was in a bit of a situation where I was like, how do you, how do you like navigate going and knocking on the door and just asking, can I have some and the answer is um, you don't because you're an absolute coward who hates any form of interaction with people that you don't really know very well. Course, so yeah. I just, you, yeah. Anyway, nice to meet you, Tommy. Uh, <laughs> 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 Never mind. I was just going to say because you, of course, Tommy, have famously been practicing social distancing your whole life. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, and it would be a strict violation of the uh, of that code. But you might be interested in this guy because uh, this is this is all. Uh, Hearing about Carl's woes in an apartment building is uh, is very interesting because yeah, I currently live in an apartment building, and before this lockdown happened, uh, me and my girlfriend were in the middle of house hunting to move in together. So this lockdown has put a severe uh, handbrake on that. But uh, I had I've, looking- I've got a I've got an apartment you could uh, you could possibly uh, <laughs> hire out. Uh, no no pets. I can I can get them out of here pretty soon. Um, <laughs> Oh, if you think it's bad when they're up there, wait until I move in. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, there's white stains down the walls. (laughs) All my clothes are stuck together. (laughs) And and then I'm like, knock, 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 knock. And you're you're walking out with your dick in your hand going, what? What, What's the problem here? (laughs) No, my... My girlfriend's like, look, I know there's a park across the road that I could let him off to wank in, but it's <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. easier. It's and, just and easier then your if he girlfriend does it in runs, the AstroTurf you, on the balcony. 
your girlfriend runs out and jumps all over me because you've marked you've marked <laughs> yeah. me with your scent. I'm like, oh, this must be who I fuck as well. Cool. Fucking hell. Um, but yeah, I, I I don't really have too much uh, preference one way or the other whether we get a house or whether we get an apartment. But hearing this, I think I've had it pretty lucky here. I think this is steering me more towards a house than mm. an apartment. Um, mm. Less. Uh, Less less balcony issues to deal with, but um, I've been. Uh, I, I went to a couple of inspections before the lockdown hit, and uh, I had to go. Like my girlfriend was working uh, the day that one of these was on, so I've been. I've been bringing my dad to some inspections because my dad's an architect, so he's like, he's kind of got that. You know, he he'll like notice stuff about a, a about a place that you wouldn't otherwise like really be aware of, and I took him into this place, and we were like looking around. And uh, we're on the balcony of this, like, pretty nice building. And we're looking into the the house next door. It's, like, overgrown grass, like, a couple of pushy bikes sort of, you know, just, uh, like, lying on their side in the backyard. And then just, like, this ratty couch in the, in the back shed. And we're looking out over the balcony. And my dad leans into me and he points at the house next door. He goes, get a look at that house. I bet a fair bit of weed smoking happens in there. And I'm like... <laughs> Yeah, sounds pretty good. Uh, maybe, uh, maybe I'm interested in this place. Maybe I can get in there. So yeah, maybe. Is, uh, is this? Is this? Would I be right in saying that you bringing your dad along to a a rental inspection is 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 maybe some year ten vibes? Is maybe going back to some younger <laughs> younger sort of vibes? What I'm going to fuck you're my a 30, dad? You're a, aren't you a thirty five year old man? <laughs> Were you bringing your dad along to a rental inspection? I see because he's an architect. He uh, he's into it. He loves coming and checking out places, and he's like, he'll pick up stuff in there that you just that would be an issue to live in a place with like this thing in it that you would never otherwise think if you were like, just looking. Like, by yourself. what's an example? Um, things like you know where the where like which direction it's facing, where the sun comes in, just just things like this being here would be a pain in the ass over time. This isn't designed very well. Also, your dad's a good hang, right? I mean, yeah. One of the main things I know about Mr. Daslow is he's a Guy Montgomery fan. So I don't see why he wouldn't be rolling around with yeah. this guy all the time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's a big Guy Montgomery fan. You're right. That, that's how you and your dad met, over your love of Guy Montgomery. Yeah. <laughs> it's the first thing we ever truly bonded over. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, just, yeah. Just, just I, 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 do, I am fascinated with this idea of the... Him coming over and being the, the senior architecture expert of what Tommy Daslow is going to move into yeah. and pay two hundred bucks a week for. It. You can imagine him walking walking through a kitchen, going, "Probably cook some food in here." <laughs> yeah, all that kind of stuff. Oh, big mistake. Yeah, yeah. There's no yeah. toilet in this apartment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's no. There well, is a good I balcony mean, though. That's something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, for all the stuff I'm saying about how it is helpful, there was one place I went to with him that was like over three levels, and I was kind of just you know sort of looking at all the different spa- like the bedroom and the living room, and just kind of like checking out all the different spaces and sort of, you know, oh, yeah, yeah. And my dad was just, like, walking up and down all the flights of stairs. And then as we're leaving, he goes, 49 steps in this house, 49 steps (laughs) from the front door to the roof. Now, think about that. Think about spending your life every day going up and down 49 steps. It's too many. It's just too many steps. So that's, look, that's a that's a very good I point, mean, but I'd like to I'd like to ask Mr. Daslow, Mr. Allsop, knee Allsop, how many steps should there be? What is the, the desirable right amount of steps? steps? Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Well, it's not forty nine. I mean, yeah, right. I mean, obviously, like if you went into a very very tiny one, he'd be the opposite. He'd be like three steps. But it has to be like, to be like close steps. to forty nine. That means it's too small. Because otherwise, he wouldn't have bothered counting. He'd be able to just look at it and go, "That's too many steps." So I think that it must yeah. be, you know, maybe around it's right 40, on the precipice. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Right. He just thinks he's like, imagine every time you go up and down these, you're going to have to be counting them in your head, and that's going to drive you insane because I don't see any yeah. other way you could live your life. You can't also just walk up sounds and down like a pr- sounds like a pretty exciting flat. If um, you know the, the first time you go in there, within two seconds, your dad's counting the steps. Must oh, sounds well, like a good place. Well, yeah, that was the other thing. It was like in between, like the living room look, the living room and the bedroom both looked out onto just a big brick wall. So it was like, don't worry, Dad, I'm not into it. Like, <laughs> we're, not, yeah. we're no risk of moving in here. Like, the steps are... The I don't, steps are I don't believe that for a second. Dad. I reckon you were staring at the brick wall going, what do you reckon, Dad? Pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God I brought said, you along to point that yeah, out. Goes, Tommy, yeah, yeah. someone does face trees or yeah, <laughs> other yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah, you'd be at like, least- you'd be like, Dad, check that out. Could put up a big old flat screen. The best mm-hmm. of Guy Montgomery. Whack that <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah. Not a bad little joint, I reckon. At least with that brick wall there, you can't see any dirty weed smokers next door. Am I right, Dad? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that that yeah. sounds like some fellow Guy Montgomery fans. You could invite them over, have a big old uh, Guy Montgomery screening. You do a lot worse. You could do a lot worse. IRL house inspections aren't happening in Melbourne at the moment. You've got to do them virtually, so I can get my dad on a fucking Zoom call with me to look around a house, which is somehow <laughs> even more pathetic than dragging him around to the actual inspection. <laughs> that is. Well, as, as, especially if he insists on counting the steps. I'd love to see that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry, I Just can't get the agent. <laughs> you know, yeah, can you hold the laptop and walk up the steps and I'll count? Yeah. <laughs> Carl, for all, the, for all the fun we're having hanging shit on Tommy for going around these rental inspections with his dad, it sounds like you could use Mr. Daslow for your next trip upstairs to talk to the neighbour. Just some oh, stern absolutely. boomer being like, this has yeah. got to stop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, any, anything. What I'm doing is, uh, well, look, one and a half days in. Maybe I finally cracked him. But what I'm doing, I've been up there four or five times. It is absolutely uh, not stopping. But I keep, I'm putting my, my, you know, trying to put myself into the mind of the guy because he's like having to do. What does his apartment look like? I want to get a vibe of what this guy, how he lives. You know, if he's willing to kind Mm. of let his dog piss on your place, what else is he letting go? Is it it a tidy place? It's, it's. <laughs> I've just realised the old saying: "Don't get your dog to piss in my pocket and tell me it's raining." <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's um it's okay, but the thing is, you I look from above, like I, when I walk down the street, you can sort of look up and you can see his balcony, and our balcony is like absolutely not furnished or decorated in any way, and you look up on his balcony. And it's really nice. Ah. He's got like heaps of plants. He's got like decorations. He's got heaps of stuff up there. But so then he's like, I don't know whether it's like a thing where he looks looks at our thing that's not our balcony that's not decorated at all, not looked after at all, and go, well, the dog piss can go down there. They're not doing anything with it. They they've obviously got some fucking hovel. What is it? You know, it won't make any difference. And just opens up the drain and lets the piss come down or not because yeah. it is. It looks absolutely lovely. I would literally like to be. 
you know, on that balcony. I'd like to have that He must balcony. love his house I mean, the dog is- a lot because he won't spare like half an hour to take the dog outside. Like he just is willing, <laughs> he spends yeah. every moment in this house. He doesn't want to miss, you know, a minute. Also, yeah, judging yeah. by the, the, the standards you've set for what a lot of art is in your bedroom, Carl, I'm imagining there's probably <laughs> one plant, perhaps a movie poster. No, there's... There's there's one plant that's dead out there. That's all there is, and that's shoved in the corner. Somehow, my wife has an even uh, a less green thumb than me, uh, and and decoration than me. There's one dead plant hasn't even been pissed on. It's sitting in the corner. It is the safest spot in the balcony, to be honest. It's the one bit that hasn't been pissed on at this point. Yeah. Um, but see, yes, you're right. The decoration that you see in this bedroom is very. This is this is look. Um, uh, th- this is fucking like Graceland compared to my balcony. It is extremely sparse out there. Yeah, your 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 house looks like a lot of the rentals inspections I've been going to, where there's no one living in there yet. Just a completely, <laughs> just a completely got, blank yeah. canvas. I've got two pictures up, mate. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, there's no blank brick wall in my house. There is two pictures officially on the wall. While so you've you're, got- you're mocking me for bringing my dad, my architect dad, to inspections, but if he'd been with you at, when you inspected the place you're in now, I guarantee you he would have been out on the balcony going, that piss funnel up there, that's going to drive you insane. <laughs> <laughs> words. Oh. Might not seem like a big uh, deal now, but down the line it's going to be a real issue. If if he was like some sort of real estate sniffer dog and he had to come around and, and, and <laughs> smelt this problem, oh, absolutely, the, worth, the, worth putting him on hire for sure, but unfortunately. Get him on a retainer. Next house. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, let's wrap it up there for another week on the Little Dum Dum Club. Guy Montgomery, Melanie Bracewell, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, so, Guy, Mel, Mel, does that does that does that um, does that ring true? The description of the podcast that you had uh, early on before yes. last night. Does that? What, how does that stack I up? I forgot to, what to you mention. Um, Guy also specified a lot of dog piss chat. Um, <laughs> and a lot about Tommy's dad is what he said as well. I forgot to yeah. that. So it's yeah. been perfect. Yeah. It's been exactly the description. Check, check it out, Mel. We've, we've 550 plus episodes just on dog piss, so it's well worth a listen. <laughs> Yeah, 550 uh, episodes building up to Carl telling this story with this much detail. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've been, I've run, I've told the same story for 550 episodes. This is the best, this is the most worked up it's ever been. So I hope you think this is okay. <laughs> I hope it's not like Lost and the ending really lets everyone down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, it actually didn't even happen. I just dreamt that the dog yeah. pissed onto my balcony. And I've just been obsessively talking about this dream I had about dog piss <laughs> for 10 years. Uh, Guy, you've got your podcast, The Worst Idea of All Time, that people can check out. Anything yeah, we're doing. We're releasing a mini-series inside. We've been watching a lot of softcore porn together, Tim and I, and it's driving us crazy. So we've started releasing some... Episodes of a new mini-series we did called Podcast in a Tree. Took a couple of microphones outside, climbed a tree, recorded a podcast. Home to such segments as Drugs in a Tree or Podcast in a Tree, Guest on the Ground. Um, It's a very (laughs) relaxing listen. Great, great. And and also, uh, I mean, you do what you want. I would suggest not having a new segment called Dog in a Tree. Just while, while you've got a guest on the ground, I, I would say don't the do day that. that. Got a, the, do- the, Hello, Bruce. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> Your dog just walked in. <laughs> Mom, I'm recording a podcast. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'd like to say, Carl, the day that the 
uh, Victoria New Zealand <laughs> Travel Bubble reopens and we can get you as guest on the ground, we will be debuting Dog in a Tree guest on the ground. <laughs> Fantastic. That is, it's, it's not a great, I don't know, that's not a great omen for, for me to be feeling like finally a day and a half in, I think we've solved the problem. Then a dog walks into my podcast. I don't like that at all. <laughs> Uh, Mel, have you got stuff that you would like to plug? Oh, um, not really. I mean, I'm trying. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> not on this thing. No I was thanks. I'm going to plug my Twitch, but also I've been so bad at streaming, so I won't. So I'll just, um, you can find me on LinkedIn um, and yep. uh, neopets.com. You're on, have you been paying attention all the time? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but watch, watch that if you want. Yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> Watch broadcast television. That's my big plan. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Happy to help wherever we can. I, didn't, I don't have any yeah, projects, yeah, my... you know, coming up, so I didn't want to be like, oh, check out my Insta. Like, you know, if they want to, they will, yeah. you know. Yeah, sure. Must must be nice to have a, a a very very popular TV show that you're on, and you go. Oh, I don't know. I oh, guess if you want to, I was that. trying to. We're we're, we're begging people. We're begging people to buy fucking used furniture from us on uh, fucking Gumtree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they're all covered in piss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Indoor furniture only, guys. I must insist. Yeah. Um, uh, all right, guys. Thanks very much for listening, and we'll see you next time. See you, man. See you, man. And they've done it again. Mm, good call. Uh, yeah. I think I think they have. I think that was a bit of fun. Um, mm. Good, good. Uh, Bern, Bernie's Bernie's kicked a, a big one. It's uh, it's like in footy parlance, you would say. Um, Bernie's kicked a big one. It's early in the morning. That's why all the, there's all that dew on the ball, like he's in the reserves yep. or something. But I don't think it's dew. I think it's dog piss on the ball. But uh, right, it's, right. it's permeated the leather. It's a bit harder to kick as high, but he still roosted this one. You didn't want to, as like a tribute to the guests, you didn't want to say like, Bernie's cucked a bug one. Oh, that's good. That's very common. That's Yeah. Yeah, mm. I I really kept a lid on that for the hour that we were recording with those two. So yeah, yeah, you're right. All, in all, talking all, dum dum is where the lid can come off. Yeah, um, you, you might have seen there was a bit of delay on my end with everything I said because over and over in my head was just don't say fush and chups, don't say fush and chips, yep. chups, because it's such yep. a it's such a good one to say. It's very it's very good. I mean, it's just good to get, you know, those two on as guests because, you know, not to say that they're not funny people, but it doesn't really matter, the, you know, the content of what they're saying mm. when the accent sounds so delightful. Yeah, yeah. I don't think anyone's going to be too fussed what's coming out of their mouths as long uh, as they're getting to hear that beautiful accent. Did you mean to say you don't, you don't think anyone would be too fist over what they're saying? Uh, and, but, but you changed yeah, it into, I, into I New Zealand accent? <laughs> We need to get someone on here with like a thick uh, South African accent. Then we oh, can really have a lot of fun. That's yeah. the, that's the ultimate dream guest. Very comedy. Just on a on a week where we don't have much to talk about. Just someone with a funny accent. It's good. Yep, yep. A mm. funny accent riffing about apartheid with us. Yeah. Fuck, we'd have a good time. Yeah. <laughs> right in our wheelhouse. Um, it's uh, the, with the classic sens- sensitivity that we've shown over five hundred and fifty episodes. Um, it's uh, it's raining. We're, we're recording this the day after we recorded the uh, the the main ep. It's raining, which yep. is uh, which is good. I'm 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 a fan of rain in general, but I'm even more of a fan of rain at the moment because it just means it's washing my balcony every time. Oh so, yeah, uh, yeah. 
Yeah, it's it's feeling pretty good that I'm going out there and it's covered in water that I know where it's come from. It's come from above, but it's come from far above. Maybe um maybe we've uncovered something here. You know that like stereotype of like old Greek men standing out in their um driveways just oh, yeah. hosing down the concrete. Mm. Maybe you know maybe maybe that's dog piss related. Yeah, maybe you the know, other because I, I can see the other I can cliche. see people driving past your apartment and going like. Old man Chandler, he's always just on the balcony with a hose, just hosing it off. It's like, what the fuck's he doing up there? Well, and the more, answer would be cleaning off the piss. It's more getting my wife to do that than me. So, uh, yeah. Right. Um, but close. But, yeah, maybe the old um, Greek, there's another Greek cliche from now on, is that they keep their dogs upstairs and that's why they're always washing right. the concrete downstairs. So Yeah, was that, uh, was that the funny sidekick in the show Greeks on the Roof? Just their dog? Just pissing uh, nonstop? Sort of hard to tell who was supposed to be funny in that show. So yeah, it's a tough question. <laughs> Not sure. <laughs> Not sure. You should ask your mate. I tell you what, if that's true, you're 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 next. You're the one that's going to get pissed on because you've got a certain Greek friend above you, very close to you. So uh, you'll be the next one to find well, out. Well, yeah. I mean, he'd, he'd have to have a hell of an aim to get me from mm. where he is because he's like down an alleyway and well, slightly around a corner. But, if um, anyone, but if yeah. anyone does, it would be that if guy. Anyone, if anyone's going to brag about having a big, big, long aim, it would be that bloke. Exactly. Well, I think uh, I think Wog Boys Forever is currently uh, in production, mm. as I understand it. Yeah, they're uh, they're currently shooting. So uh, even though we're in of, uh, we're in lockdown, it's an absolute essential service to get Wog Boy Three. So makes sense. Yeah, that that's pretty funny. Like a guy who Nick Giannopoulos has been so um, like vehement, like sharing sharing memes about how like if you don't wear a mask, you're a malacca and stuff like that. But then once we're in lockdown and he has some kind of self-interest in breaking it to film a Wog Boys TV show, yeah. he's perfectly happy to let all of that fall by the wayside. Oh, look, him. you know, that's that's great. I mean, if you had have asked me five seconds ago, do you think Nick Giannopoulos is an anti-masker or anti-vaxxer or not? I, I mean, I wouldn't have had a lot of confidence in him. So, look, great if he's sharing those sort of positive memes. No, yeah, he's been yeah, he all of last year was on the front lines about um yeah, do the right thing, wear a mask, like don't be a don't break lockdown, don't be a cunt. Yeah, mm. he surprisingly very very vigilant about it. Wow. Well, I did I did mm. see him. The one time I've ever seen him was in a supermarket and he was heavily in disguise so that people wouldn't recognize him as he was uh uh, buying a few fucking paddle pops and uh, going through the dairy aisle. So uh, yeah, maybe just that suits him. So he's not he's not annoyed by the hordes of Wogboy fans. Maybe it just uh, works both ways for him. Oh, you think he likes the mask, right? Because mm. so, it's like an easy an easy yeah. form of incognito. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone wear dark sunglasses mm. as well, guys. It keeps coronavirus away. Um, <laughs> yeah. So he hasn't been kicking around the apartment complex too much lately. That means. No, he's been out on set. Um, but yeah, as I mentioned in the episode, I'm uh, I'm I'm looking to move soon. So uh, pretty soon, mm. yeah, pretty soon there'll be no more. Uh, there'll be significantly less Giannopolis in my house, unless you know maybe uh, maybe by chance I'll end up like moving around the corner from like Vince Colosimo. Or yeah, something. And, who's uh, that? Who would you, you like know? to uh, move into the same apartment block? If if you had to pick a, um, if you had to aim for a replacement Giannopolis. Um, who could you? Who, mm. What sort of Australian media figure? Someone from the someone. From, oh, it's just a media figure, not yeah. not like Wog affiliated. Doesn't just well, it can be. The, just can anyone be. in the media. That's a bit of uh, extra icing on the masaka, if you can. But um, yeah. But otherwise, just someone, someone well, of that same sort of standing in the Australian media 
landscape. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Bryn Edelston. Oh, that's good. That's very good. <laughs> she yeah. she notoriously once went out with uh, an open micer, an open mic comedian. Yes. In Melbourne. Yep. It was engaged. Yeah, and then he started. Yeah, and then he started doing gear about it. Right, there was like a story about him in the paper, and I think he was like plugging gigs. Yeah. He really thought it like dating yeah. her was going to be his big um his big mm, break. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, look, I'm sure he had some gear about it. I mean, I don't think he had gear about much else. So, but yeah, it, yeah. Uh, very. Um, I, I hope that inspired a lot of uh, open mic comedians, actually, or, or potential open mic comedians. That if you get into stand up comedy, even in even the bottom end of it. Look what you can do! You can you can be yeah. going out with Australia's Marilyn Monroe, Bryn Edelston. Yes, <laughs> yes, yeah. I'd like to live near Bryn, or I'd like to live near Belle Gibson. That'd be the other. Oh one. my that'd, god! That'd be great to just be able to like keep an eye on what she's up to. That's that's next level. That's absolutely next level. Yeah. Oh, I'm not even counting that as a sort of a joke thing. Like you know, Nick Giannopoulos, Bryn Edelston. No, I'm they're not, sort I'm of not saying it as a joke. They're, they're sort of funny, <laughs> funny figures. But Be- Belle Gibson, my god. Oh, I love it. The 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 fake cancer versus the real cancer. Is that is that why you'd want totally. to live next to her? Just to just to either confront her, her or to give her tips on next time she tries it? No, I yeah, I no, I it turns out I've been lying about it this whole time on the podcast. So I you know, I see her as a safe place. I come right. in and I go, oh, Yeah, right. I've also been, I've also been lying about it. <laughs> So, um, for people that don't know, Belle Gibson was uh, lied about having cancer for a long time, got a lot of money, and then got confronted about it. And uh, man, she she actually, my wife used to work for Penguin Publishing, and uh, mm. uh, she wrote a cookbook, right? She wrote she, a cookbook where it was like, "Here's these recipes that cured my cancer, mm, more or less." Yeah, yeah. And so that, and they did a thing, and, I, and I'm, this is not information through my wife. This is just from reading about it. But uh, they didn't do their due diligence of uh, uh, diligence, I should say, on um, whether she had cancer or not. With which I don't know. It's that's a tough one for a book editor to go. Uh, yeah. Can we? How do we test for cancer? Do we um, stick something up your bum or yeah. what? If someone says to you that they have cancer, I really don't think that you can say that the onus is on the person receiving that information to go and like, oh, imagine that. Imagine, I really, I imagine, really don't think that's fair. Like, <laughs> imagine Milan being the book editor at Penguin. Oh hi, hi Bell. Prove it, prove it, yeah, prove yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I really don't. I, I don't think that anyone in there should be too, um, you know, should feel like they've dropped the ball too much on that one. Like, I, I think that that's, that's a statement where you just have to trust in the good of people and take take them at face well, value. Although this shows us that, yeah, you. I get maybe yeah maybe it's all maybe there's people that talk about like in the good old days before Bell Gibson you could just say you had cancer and that was enough for people yeah. but she changed everything now you've yes. got to come in you've Absolutely. got to bring in the blood sample yeah. you've got, like they've got their own independent doctors that do the test for you you've got Absolutely. to come in with the drip you've got to take chemo in front of them yeah Gordon <laughs> Ramsay comes in with a cookbook idea and it's like come on make us a souffle we we don't know if you're a chef or not you know <laughs> you've just got to prove whatever you do when you go into pen when publishing from now on that would be great yeah it is it, like yeah look look her up if you're um if if you're in a part of the world where you've never heard of her because it's i mean lying about the cancer is one thing like that's already brazen enough but then to take it to the next level of going not only am i going to lie about that i'm going to lie about having cured it myself with these recipes yeah it it's like 
you couldn't even the most mental person I know I don't think could cook up something oh. that deranged. Well, it's it's not so without the, great. Not without the Bell Gibson cookbook, she couldn't cook it up. But um, no, yeah, yeah. she no. I've, I've, I'd like <laughs> I'd like to get the cookbook and like what if you tried a couple of things in there and you were like. Honestly, this is the best food I've ever tasted. Oh. What if you became like if you became like a real champion of the recipes? It's like I know, I know it was all bullshit, and I know yeah. it's very like morally reprehensible what she did. But her fucking carbonara yeah. is the best I've let's, ever had. Let's have a Bell Gibson <laughs> dinner party. Just the yes. just the recipes from the cookbook. Yeah. <laughs> oh fuck! I'm gonna. I want what sort of what sort of recipes are? I bet it's all like bad, like not bad, but like you know, really over the top health food kind of. Oh, stuff, absolutely! Right? But you can't. Surprisingly, you can't buy the book anymore, Tommy. So sorry, you're gonna have to do some deep diving to get the recipes out. But there would uh, be surely there'd be secondhand copies. No, oh, Penguin. Print. Yeah, you'd Pen- be able to find it on like eBay or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or if anyone's out there, if any listener has a copy of the Bell Gibson cookbook, absolutely hit us yes. up, please. I want to write, um, what do you reckon? Can you, uh, your wife's in the house with you at the moment. Mm. Do you reckon it, you could pick her brain based on her past experience at Penguin? If I went in there and said, here's my cookbook and it's recipes that are guaranteed to give you cancer. <laughs> do, do you think I'd have, do you think I'd have half a chance? I'm just on the other side of it. I'm like, I'm not saying, Hey, she said it cures it. I, I'm, I've had it and this is what I ate right before it. So I'm, yeah. I'm forced Look, to believe that this is what gave it to me. I don't know for sure, but just, this is just me uneducated, uh, but I'm, I'm not sure if there's a market. I can't imagine there being a great market for people that want cancer. Again, again, mm-hmm. that's just me speaking for me, so I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll, I'll look into it. I'll look into it. So you think that that's the, uh, that's, <laughs> you think that's the only red flag about the idea? Yeah, well, that's <laughs> the first not one. not a market for it. That's the first yeah. one. We don't need to examine all the red flags if the first one's that big. You know what I mean? The um the listing on Amazon is great. The whole pantry, hardcover, April twenty third, twenty fifteen, out of print, limited availability by Bell Gibson, one star out of several seven ratings, and then in bold, Amazon editorial note: the author of this book has admitted that she fabricated her diagnosis of terminal brain cancer. <laughs> And what? then it just goes into the copy. Bell Gibson's first cookbook, The Whole oh. Pantry, refreshes our food habits with recipes that are as easy to do as they are healthy and delicious. Is there <laughs> – how do the reviews read like? Is there a lot of like one star, I still have cancer? Uh, yeah, one star. Wow, I can't believe that Amazon still has this book on its website and that this is still in the description. Um, Bell Gibson, weird. if you ever read this, shame on you. <laughs> One star. <laughs> I do love the Written idea of Bell Gibson still reading the reviews now in 2021. <laughs> yeah, maybe people have come around to it. Yeah. I'd appreciate it in its own time, but maybe it's found its audience now. Uh, one star, written by a scam artist who lied to become a millionaire. There are better books with more factually accurate information that have not been written by a confirmed scam artist. Be cool. <laughs> yeah, there's a few uncon- unconfirmed scam artists out there that have got cookbooks that you should be putting your money into first before the confirmation. Yeah, it's just it yeah, it's just all these it's just all these one stars saying she lied. But which, you know, I have to in fairness, that's you know, that's not really anything to do with the quality of mm. the book itself. Yeah. That's they're reviewing they're reviewing the person and her act. They're not reviewing 
uh, you know, the flan recipe that's in there. Maybe we should. Maybe, look, if we can get a hold of these recipes and we can make some of them ourselves, maybe we can be oh, yeah. the, the even-headed reviewer. Maybe we can get on and go, it's horrible what she did. She doesn't, uh, you know, you, you can say as a, as a cancer survivor, it's an absolute betrayal mm-hmm. of trust. It's uh, scandalous. It's, it's heartbreaking uh, coming from someone who's gone through it myself. But I'll tell you what. Those uh, those those party pies were absolutely this is delicious. Four and a half this stars. Is a great, half a star off the line yeah. about cancer. <laughs> <laughs> this is like a really great YouTube channel idea. An actual cancer survivor going through and cooking and reviewing every dish in the Bell Gibson, in the Bell Gibson cookbook. Get strap in for this. Here we go. Healthy versions of favourites such as enchiladas. Cornish pasties, pad thai, and oh. vanilla and almond chocolate chip cookies prove that a plant-based diet can be delicious and inspiring without straining your shopping list. Great. Yeah. Um, that sounds nice to me. There you go. There's a that We could make a little three-course meal. It's so funny, the wording of this Amazon editorial note, where it's like, it's so specific, but it's kind of written in a way as if it's an editorial note that they have to de- deploy semi-regularly. You right. know what I mean? Like... Mm. But the author so of this it, book has admitted that she fabricated her diagnosis of terminal brain cancer. Oh, time to chuck that one on the listing again. It's, it's boys, it's happened again. <laughs> so, so is it actually on sale there? Can you purchase a copy right there? No, there's a listing for it, but it's just got out of print. It's just limited out of print. availability. You right. can like request it. It you know, it's like a form thing where you can request them to like let you know. Um, oh, when it when goes back into print. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah. When right. the twentieth anniversary edition right is uh. Yeah. So there's no oh, you man, can't get a you can't get an e book? You can't get an e book version or here anything. Here we go. eBay. Okay, here we go. Lowest price. Twenty six ninety five. Oh. Uh yeah, I found an eBay listing for it. I found Ooh. a few eBay listings for it. And they're all like around thirty bucks. Wouldn't it be funny if it was like really expensive second hand because yeah. it's yeah. <laughs> because it's so rare now. Yeah. I I do <laughs> like, I order a copy of it. Yeah, absolutely. I do like the idea right. of um of people getting it thinking it's going to cure their cancer then it comes out she didn't have cancer and then just um, and those people just immediately <laughs> going to eBay going this book is useless. <laughs> like and, yeah, and encouraging someone else just... encouraging someone else to like to buy instead like putting on their own listing. I know she didn't have cancer, but I feel like it got rid of a little bit of my cancer, so it's worth you know it's worth a read. Uh, all right, pay with PayPal postage, click and collect. Oh, send it to me, thanks. Go and pick it up from someone's house that owns a owns a copy of Bell Gibson's cookbook. That'd be that'd be nice. Yeah, uh, go pick it up from the hospital. Oh. Um, Pick it up from out the back of two. Penguin From the skip <laughs> <laughs> From the from the pulper Yeah Alright I think it's gone through uh, What do we got? Alright You should get it by the 17th of June Oh great So You've made someone now... pretty happy right now Like someone has yeah. put <laughs> Belle Gibson's cookbook on eBay And gone as if anyone's going to buy this <laughs> <laughs> Yeah I'm not really um I, I'm sort of doing it, uh, you know, I'm kind of trying to talk and do this at the same time. So I hope I, yeah, I think I've done it. Yeah. Yeah. That's the right book. Well, be great if I now get an email from the person selling it being like, um, just, just so you know, um, this, you know, she like came out, 
Or yeah. if I got in first and emailed them and was like, hey, I, I, I've got to say, like, thank you for putting this book on eBay because I've just found out I have terminal cancer and doctors have told me medicine can't do anything for me, but I, I heard about this fantastic book and I just got to say, you've saved my life by having it on eBay because I couldn't find it anywhere else. <laughs> Uh, I, I mean, this. I'm so fascinated with her, like because she's genuinely a sociopath slash psychopath. I've yeah. I've re- read the book about her. I've read every article there is about her. I'm I, I was like tempted at one stage. I was like, what if I made some sort of podcast about this? Like just just straining out every little detail I could find about her and having a different guest every week. And I was like, then then you're like, hang on, you got to remember you're in the real life, not in the middle of talking dum dum where. Do people think this is funny if I'm on there with a comedian every week talking about someone who has broken the hearts and dreams of many thousands of, of cancer yeah. sufferers out yeah. there? And me going, yeah. oh, look at this picture of her in the tracky dacks when she walked outside of the house, a dumb bitch. Ha, 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 ha. Probably um, not. Yeah, without without the buffer of me, an actual cancer survivor on there, it's, mm. it's it really changes it quite significantly. Yeah, um, yeah. Cause yeah, I so what's her new thing, right? She uh, she's she's infiltrated the African community. <laughs> That's like a yes. real thing, isn't it? She started like turning up to some like churches in Melbourne and yep. yeah, in the West. She um, turned up and, and um, sort of changed <laughs> religions to some sort of African uh, church and was in there. And she also there was a bit of news in there uh, the other day. I've got the Google alerts turned on for Belle Gibson, and uh, she is. I believe she offered to represent someone in court uh, uh, recently. So mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> with her um, history, I'm not sure if that was, um, you know, that that's probably, she's she's no Perry Mason is what I would say. Well, um, I mean, she fucking, you know, she, she managed, albeit briefly, to convince an entire country that she had cancer and that she had come up with the cure for it. So yeah. I think she'd make a fucking great lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> she's, the, she's the queen of spin. Yeah. Um, I, I think I've to- I can't remember if I've said this on the show or not, but I, I have told you this in person that um, a good friend of my girlfriend's used to work with her oh, and like really? knew her pretty well. Uh, so I'll have to remember. I think I'm meant to be seeing her in the next couple of weeks uh, at a, at a at a thing with her friends. If we're if we're out of this lockdown, which it looks like we will be, so Please. I'll um next time I see her, I'll I'll press her for some um I'll press her for some info. Please, because I th- we could have a little subsection within talking dum dum talking bell. Uh, talking gibbo. Yeah, well, what about talking gibbo? <laughs> this, this, talking gibbo. This um. This uh, I've been nominated for an award called the Golden Gibbo Award, oh, yeah? which I thought was for my comedy show, but uh, yeah, yeah. maybe it's maybe maybe actually it was due to my services to cancer. Um, yeah. I uh, the the event that I'm meant to be seeing this uh, this person at is a is a baby shower. It would be pretty funny if I insist on going. Like, guys, I'm going to cook. I'm going to cater for this baby shower. Yeah. Don't worry. I'm going to I'm going to provide all the food, and then I just turn up with tray upon tray of food from the Bell Gibson cookbook. Yeah. And I'm just like, this is good luck. This is to yeah. ensure that the baby will never have cancer. <laughs> this is a this is the cancer vaccine. I've got it. Yeah, <laughs> this sausage roll is the cancer vaccine. Um, Fuck, someone's someone's missed a trick there. The COVID equivalent of Bell Gibson, mm. the uh, the anti-COVID oh, cookbook. Here's yes. recipes. Here's recipes that keep Corona at bay. Yeah. Um, I, now I, I have to say, like, I, I have to. To quantify, I am obsessed with her because I feel like it's, I feel like it's almost like in within myself I've run out of crazy people in in comedy. She's she's to me she's a bit like an, an open micer. 
um, some crazy weird person has come down and tried to, to get on and use all these weird references to get on at Spleen or something. She, I just feel like there's a lot of parallels with open mic comedy with what she's done. Yeah, it's it's fascinating. Like I, I would genuinely love to hear a thing about like not just her but like the, the actual like, yeah, the book, the book getting up. And like it is, it's deception on such an incredible scale. Yeah, that is like that really feels like a lightning in a bottle. Like, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I would love to hear a behind it's, the scenes. It's if a you Jenga. Get people to talk who worked at the publisher of like all the steps that led to that happening. Well, I'll that give gave you, her that platform. I'll give you the book I've got. So much of it they have to sort of almost make up and sort of fabricate a little bit because they, they can't get you know, everyone to talk about it at Penguin or at, you know, certain places. They've, they've sort of got a yep. – and they're her mates sort of shut shop. A lot of people that had anything to do with her I think were so ashamed that they're like, no, we're not going to talk about this for a book. We don't really want to sound like some fuckhead. A, I'm reading a book at the moment about, like, big companies going under and it's full of – like, there's a lot of people involved with these stories that have talked to the author direct, so they're quoted in the book – and then there's a lot of like third hand stuff where he's like, oh, and then this happened and the company decided to do this. And then a little asterisk. And then down the bottom, it's like, this company declined my request to comment for this yeah, book. Absolutely. You love that. It's like, oh, you're running scared. It just, yeah. make, it just makes the person look like so guilty just yeah. by virtue of them not wanting to contribute to some shitty little book. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll lend you the book. It's, I can't remember what it's called. Something like the, 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 the girl who lied to the world or something like that. And um, the big C with the big C. Yeah. Yes. Um, and it's just uh, that's her her whole life is she she just lied about stuff her whole life. So that's the thing. That's, that's right. what I find so intriguing is she's still doing it now. Like she's still like the great stuff about the court cases and everything because she owes half a million dollars in in um, mm. she's been fined and um, they they go through her records and like as everyone's still going off about her, she was like taking trips to Africa and Bali and stuff and like all these yeah, things. Yeah, right, and right. And they're going, how did you get the money from this? And they go through her, her bank records and it's like given to her by this this person. And they're like, who's that person? She's like, I don't know. I didn't really ask. Like, oh, so you just <laughs> were given tens of thousands of dollars and you didn't think to ask. And she's like, no, it's none of my business. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's, that's sounds well, fine. She's- She's actually cashed in from a, from a Nigerian prince, by the sounds of it. Well, no. What what it actually is, I believe, is she's got a husband or a boyfriend or whatever. They can't get proper records, and, and it sounds like everything's been siphoned off to him or something like that. And then right, right. And then she's like, "Yeah, I don't know who that guy is." And they're like, "He lives with you." And she's like, "Yeah, not sure about that." And they're like, "We're pretty sure you married him." Yeah, can't comment on that. Not don't have all the facts available to me. Right, like, right, geez, right. You can't even admit that that person lives with you. I can see him yeah, through yeah. your window right now. It is. It's so fascinating. Like adults who are like chronic uh, liars uh, are just the most like fascinating form yeah. of person. Because like you know, when you're a little kid, like everyone. Everyone bullshits in some way, you know, because you're, you're figuring out, like, morality and stuff like that. And, you know, every little kid tells little little porky pies in some way or another. But the people that get to full-blown adults and they've just never given that up and they're, like, 30 and just saying stuff that is, like, wholesale bullshit, like, yeah. complete fabrication. Yeah. And thinking that they're going to be able to pull the wool over other adults that they know is just... That part of the brain being missing is just fascinating. Yeah, and she's got a kid as well, so I'm fascinated with the idea of how that kid's growing up. How, how if you get taught about the world by that person, 
Is do you have a chance? <laughs> is there any chance? <laughs> it's my birthday today. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. God. Oh, oh, well, well, you know what? I wonder. Uh, I want, look, mm. look we, we, we will have to cut short or cut long this episode of Talking Gibbo. But um, what do you? Re- I wonder if she's an anti-masker. I wonder if she's an anti-vaxxer. Uh, her, I'd like to know her opinions on on the coronavirus. I, I would yeah, love to know. Yeah. Good point. I wonder if there's any... I'll just Google her now to see if there's been any <laughs> news articles pop up. There is. She she got um, um, raided. Her house was raided the other day. They were trying oh, to yeah. take assets from her. Um, uh, I wonder if she yeah, had any copies of her own book. She probably does. <laughs> that's why they raided her. Yeah. They couldn't get it on Amazon. Well, that's what you're buying <laughs> now. You're buying this from the government. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. Well, we better we better put a pin in uh, talking Gibbo for this week. Mm. Um, let's let's move on to. Um, of course, I've just uh, I've just dropped a cool thirty dollars on uh, on a fraudulent cookbook. Yeah. Um, and uh, the the reason I'm able to do that with mm. with basically zero hesitation is because of good little boys and girls out there that listen to this and support the show through patreon.com slash little dum dum club. From uh, uh, let's move two. let's move sideways from one scam to another. Yes, um, <laughs> yeah, we're lying about the quality of this content, <laughs> just like she lied about <laughs> the uh, truth of her cancer. Um, uh, yeah, you can get two bonus episodes a week, uh, little mini bonus episodes with great guests. Uh, they're a lot of fun, lots of people enjoying them, and uh, also, most importantly, you get your name read out and immortalized in um, in an episode. Of Talking Dum Dum, and from here on out, if you are a new subscriber and you would prefer to be immortalized in uh, Talking Gibbo instead, mm. oh, um, wow. let us let us know. Maybe we could make that happen. Maybe we could talk to the boys. Maybe if... we, maybe in it Talking Dum Dum, we could talk to the boys in it Talking Gibbo and see if they're prepared to do it. Yeah, if you maybe if you're a Patreon subscriber that has cancer, you can you can get read out in 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 Talking Gibbo. But again, yeah. we're not going to fall for the same trick that, that Penguin Books fell for. You need to prove. You need to send a little piece of your cancer to us so that we know. What if what if our, what if Talking Gibbo became so popular that that's our next merch item, the Talking Gibbo hoodie? <laughs> and just, it's got a picture of her on it. And it's just basically we just start doing all this stuff to try and smoke her out. To get her, to get her as a guest on Talking Gibbo. What if we do a live show out the front of her house? That would be good. Oh, yeah. Oh. Uh, but yes, we have to fire up the unplanned title alternator, uh, which is now going to give us a random assortment of names uh, to read out and say thank you for the shekels that you contribute into our bank accounts. Mm, absolutely, each and every month. Yep, um, this is all completely true. These, uh, unlike talking, unlike the uh, the star of Talking Gibbo, we're not full of shit. All of these names exist. These are these are all real mm-hmm. people, uh, and we we have the cure for boredom and the cure for um, an, a, a, nomin- a nominative. No, what's the what, how do you pronounce that word? Anonymity, 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 anonymity. That's it. That we've got an- the cure an- for anonymity. anonymity, and we're going to put yep. your name up in lights right now. Um, thank you very much. First cab off the rank, thank you very much to Patreon subscriber number one this week, Matt Trappet. Trappet. T-R-A-P-P-E-T-T. Trappet. Mm, there mm. he is. That's what you, uh, that's what you need to do to your neighbour's dog next time you see it in Ooh, the street. Trappet. Yeah. Well, that's what our balcony did to the piss mat. Piss mat trappet. 
We uh, we we trapped the piss mat. Um, mm-hmm. t- five T's in Matt Trappet in in piss Matt Trappet. Fuck. Mm. A lot of T's. That's that's a lot of T's. It's uh, look. I'll put it out there. I don't reckon there's going to be anyone with more T's in their name in this episode. Mm, mm. I'd love to see a six T name, but I, I I'm very pessimistic about it. Um, but so piss Matt has uh, absolutely taken the the cake. I reckon I'm calling it. Well, we don't know. Uh, we don't know about. Um, he might have a middle name. Oh. His middle name might be. Uh, you know, even if it's just Timothy. Mm. His middle name could have a T in it. Yeah. And that's yeah. really driving him into Do you think what kind of middle name would he have to have in order for him to reach double digit T's oh. in, in his name? Oh. I I'm trying to think of even one one name with two T's in it. I wonder if you can even Google that. What's a name with two T's in it? <laughs> Probably not. Uh hmm. I mean if his middle name was Matt, that'd do it. <laughs> Matt so his middle Matthew his, Matthew Matthew, Matthew. Matt <laughs> Right. <laughs> there must be people that have the same name for their middle name, right? There'd be there'd be parents I out there not. demented enough to do that. I really hope not, because there's absolutely no no need for that. Um, yeah, I, I, look, this is uh, probably a request that doesn't get a lot of. Uh, there you go. His his middle name might be Annette. There you go. There's there's two T's. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. Matthew. Nanette Trappet. <laughs> Fuck. There, you actually can Google what's what's the name that contains two T's, and they have absolutely dozens of them. Yep. Emmett. Yep. He could be Emmett. Emmett. Yep. He could be Pretty Scarlet. He could be Wyatt. Oh, yeah. He could mm-hmm. be. There's a lot of Ets. That's an easy one, isn't it? What's a, what's a, a name? Abbott. He could be Abbott. Matthew Abbott Trappet. Hmm. Yeah, Abbott Trappet. <laughs> I don't Kitty. mind that at all. What about Kitty? That's a better one. Matthew got, Kitty Trappet. Matthew Kitty Trappet. There you go. There's seven <laughs> seven T's in his full name. Kitty's a Kitty's a good name. That's is Kitty one of Dave O'Neill's children's names? Oh, it might be. Maybe he's got a lot of cartoon sounding kids, so it could absolutely got, be. Yeah, he's named his kids in public before. I don't feel bad yeah. at saying this. But he's what got a Jasper. Jasper, Barney, and Kitty. Yeah. God. Just, uh... <laughs> it sounds like they should have their own ABC3 kids cartoon show or something. Yeah. It's mm. it's so funny thinking about, like... I remember listening to uh, Nova Radio back in the day when Dave O'Neill announced that, he's had his, that he'd had his first kid. And I think that kid is now, like, about to finish school. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um. Mm, okay. Um. So Matt Trappett, yeah, Matt Trappett's a, a long time, long time subscriber. Um. Yeah. So he's he's been on board for quite a while. So thanks, thanks for Is all this the support. A squeaky wheel situation. Oh, look. I I I'm always defending the integrity of the uh, UTA, and it's completely random. Um. But. Yeah, there, 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 there does seem to be – he does seem to be an inclusion that's uh, a little bit of a squeaky wheel. So I'm sure that's just okay. a coincidence. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep, sure. But, um, sure. yeah, so he's probably waited a little bit longer than other than previous people for this uh, for this name readout. So uh, thanks for hanging in there, uh, 70s, Mr. T yeah. himself. Oh, yes, there we mm. go, Mr. Yeah. T. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I pity the fool who enjoys <laughs> this dog shit content. Yeah. Or uh, I I ain't getting on that Patreon read is what he said before <laughs> this week. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Mm. Thanks Mr. T. Well, well worth the wait, Matt. Yep. Yep. Thanks thanks Trapo. Thanks 70. Thanks, thanks Mr. Matt. T. Okay. Thank you very much to Second Cab off the rank this week. Thank you very much to Patreon subscriber Jake Greenhall. I'll say his name is. It's G R E E N H A L G H. How you? How, what do you reckon there? I'm going to say Jake Greenhall. H A L G H. H A L G H. Green half? Or no? Surely not. That's that's with a that would be P H, wouldn't it? This is G H. Well, yeah, but when you yeah, but enough is G H. Oh yeah. You can green get a half. F sound out of G H. Fucking hell. Okay. Green half sort of mate. I mean, if it was green hall, wouldn't it just be double L? What's well, going if was, on? Here? If it was green half, wouldn't it just be H A L F? You could say that about anything. Well, uh, yeah. Okay. But green like, hell, look, green, it is. It does sound good. Hell. It does sound good to me now that you've said that. But it is. Absolutely, the stupidest ass backwards way around of of getting that sound out of your name. It is. Yeah, I don't know why. Ridiculous. I mean, if you're gonna, you know, people people change their names for all sorts of reasons, and people people take complete, you know, one eighties on their names. But no shame in going in and changing your name and just like lopping a couple of clunky letters off and replacing it with the sound instead. Yeah, you know, just tidy yeah. it up. Just do yeah. a bit of tidying up. It. Sh- I've said this before, but it should be free. If you go in and you're like, look. I'm always having to explain to people that this is a F sound and and it's not it's not Hall it's the G H. Can you give me a freebie if I just change it to F instead of G H? Yeah, and they'd be like, Yeah, look, that's that's fine. We're not yeah. really doing much here. But people, you know, people go in for a, for a trim physically. Why not go in for a, for a trim with your name? You know, people go in and and, yeah. and get their nose done or whatever. Which is th- this would be good. You know, have you ever seen like um like famous 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 people on TV? There'll be like some so very attractive um, actress who goes in and gets the nose done and gets gets whatever done, and then it's like, oh wow, they're stunning. And then they have a kid, and then of course those augmented features don't carry on to their children. <laughs> so then their children come out with a big old honker, and it's like, how the fuck right. did I get this? It's like, yeah, I had my I had my nose done. So that's what this person Green Green Half they should change their surname. But not change yeah. the name of their kids. Ah, <laughs> oh, right, right. So they, yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. It's um, it's it would be funny though if uh, if any surgery that you had had done did carry through mm. um, genetically to your children. So it's like right, but you've never wanted to have. You, you know, you're like whatever. You know, you you play the hand you were dealt. I'm not a vain person. I know I'm not the best looking person, but that's fine. But then right before you have a kid, you're like. I want my kid to be hot. Yeah. So you go in and you get the surgery. You're like eight months pregnant. Yeah. You get a nice job. You get your boobs done. You get it all fucking taken care of. Yeah. Shit loads of Botox. And you and then you're saying to your kid like, look at what I looked like uh, in the eight months I was pregnant before I, I had you. I did this for you. <laughs> I love the idea of a guy transitioning and just <laughs> becoming like a drag queen, getting big old honkers on his chest and then donating sperm to a sperm bank. And then that person... 
uh, you know, that, that someone being impregnated with that and it's some girl who ends up with just double Fs. It's like, yeah, my dad had huge implants, so this is this is just yep. how it worked. This is how it happened. Yep. Thanks, Dad. Yeah, baby comes out with like <laughs> – Tons of mascara just like permanently on. Yeah. Like the Joker. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's funny with, um, I watched a fair bit of uh, like reality TV in the last lockdown and it's funny like watching this show where there's this one like really hot girl on it and going and, but she's on this show and she kind of got famous from being on another show. So we went back and we watched the original show that she had been on and she looks completely different. Oh, like, yeah. So clearly in between the two of them, she's had so much work done. Like she's gone on this one as a no one and she's had a bit of a taste of it and she's gone, right, if I want to make a career out of being on these MTV reality shows, mm. the nose has got to get smaller, the tits have got to get bigger, the forehead's got to get smoother. It's like we, we, spent, we watched like a whole episode where like – is she even fucking in this? And then we went at the end of the episode. It's like fuck, that's her. Uh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, right. Do you know anyone that's got that's had work done? Do you know? Um, no, I don't actually. Yeah. Do you? I can't think of anyone. I'm trying to. Th- I mean, I mean, we we do work in entertainment. I mean, we we should probably know someone, but there's there's probably not a lot of. Oh, well, you know, Joel Creasy says he he gets. Botox. He he openly says that. That that's something. Yep. Yep. That's, that's. I feel like that, Botox almost, is kind of al- like. Yeah, yeah. That's almost like not doesn't quite count. Maybe, but also he's so young that like he's gotten it so yeah. young it doesn't really matter. I feel like Botox is kind of like slid off the scale of like uh, of of really being considered as like um, yeah getting work done. Because mm. it's just like a little – I think it only really becomes an issue when it's like people have had so much over the course of their life that their face doesn't seem to move in any kind of natural way anymore. Yeah. But I think a little I think a little top up. I think my mum has had a little a little shot of Botox here. Really? Right yeah. Wow. Yeah. Jeez. She had, some, uh, she had some nose work done too because she had like a little cancer thing taken out of the side of her nose. Oh, like a little, yeah, like a yeah. That's always the story. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. I couldn't breathe properly, so I had to get a nose job. Oh, right. <laughs> that's, that's, that's always the story with those people that, that, that go in for a job. It's always something about breathing, breathing difficulties, which, which is why I got rid of that absolutely fucking six-foot-long nose I had and have this Rebecca Judd <laughs> fucking model right now. <laughs> No, it was more like she she got like she got a little cancerous thing taken out of like the side of her nose, and I, I, heard it, she, I think I, it looked all weird, and she got it fit. But I don't know. But like, I don't know why she had to get the cancerous thing taken out instead of just eating a good lasagna, and that'll cure it right up. <laughs> well, as, I heard she got a little cancerous <laughs> thing taken out of her about thirty five years ago. That's what I heard. Yeah, very nice, very nice. <laughs> I was a C-section, so yeah, they had, oh, had to fucking chop, chop it out. <laughs> chop me up and scoop it out. <laughs> the, uh, the, the eight kilo tumour they had to get out. Um, That's it. Uh, thank you very much, Jake. Thanks, Jake. Um, Jake Greenhalf, is that boy. what we're saying? Jake, Jake Greenhalf? We'll I think half. That. I think we're going with half. One of the, I would say one of the silliest sounding sequels, I would say it's probably my number one, that, that Chinatown was such a revered, renowned, regarded movie, and then the sequel's yep. called The Two Jakes. I was always like, that is a shit sequel <laughs> name. I didn't know that. I've yeah. never seen Chinatown. Yeah, yeah me neither, actually. Um, thanks, Jake. Thank you very much to Patreon subscriber. Aiden. Co- Coglin, 
Oh, this is another fuck. Two GHs in a row. Now this is the other oh, GH. Yeah. I, I assume. I have, Coughlin. Yeah. Can't be Coughlin. That's insane. Aiden Coughlin. Uh, it's got to be Aiden Coughlin. Yeah, I feel like I fuck. I I know like, I I kind of know through someone else. There's a friend of a, a, an old friend of mine who married someone with this surname, and uh, I I know I've I know I've heard it pronounced. I'm I sure. Fucking remember. I, I'm sure it it's Coughlin because it, Coughlin is insane. It's so I'm just it just can't be that. But also on top of that, I'm mm. pretty sure my landlord in a house in Ballarat was, was had that name, and we used to call him Coggers. Um, as a Coggers, okay. Well, not that he wanted that as a nickname. He, he was a, like an old prick. We just used to go, "Fuck you, Coggers!" out of out a window as he drove off. <laughs> so, yeah, well, yeah, well, maybe he didn't like being called yeah. Coggers because he's like, "It's Coffers." Yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. How to pronounce? Okay, I found a YouTube video. Uh, yeah, well, this of how never, to pronounce it. That's never real though, because it's always just like a Siri thing where they don't really know, like real life. They just, they just. Making up phonetically how it should go in their their own computer Hang brain. On. I'm trying to listen to this. All right. Okay, this guy says Coughlin's. No, it's not. It can't be Coughlin. <laughs> there's, no, there's no one in the world called Coughlin as a surname. Mm. It's not happening. Oh, what if we're zero for two with these? With with green, it's it is Green Haug, and it's uh, uh, Coughlin. Coughlin, they swap. What mm. um. What's what's going on with these uh back to back GHs mm. this week? Yeah. Very strange stuff. Yeah, a real a real glitch in the matrix. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to gonna have to bring the uh bring the the UTA in for a service. I think because this mm. this is the oh. sort of thing that shouldn't happen. They said in the, uh, you know, it, it's it's covered for this sort of thing. This should not happen. It's under warranty still. It, you should not yep. be able to get two GHs in a row. So we're gonna have to go More in for proof a free, that the free service. Simulation is malfunctioning. Ah uh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, Coggers. He was uh, my landlord. He was, I think. I, th- I believe at the time we lived in the house. He was the landlord. We lived in the house of the mayor yeah. of Ballarat at the time. We were living in the in the mayor's house. Well, like he, the, the mayor owned it. Yeah, yeah. The mayor and, had a little investment property going. Yeah, and he ran his catering business out the back of the uh, of the house. Cool. So he was he was in there the whole time. Uh, uh, we were just living in his house, and he was like out the back, and he would. He never admitted it, but he would let himself into the house because, you know, he's got the keys and whatever. He would just let himself yep. in and have a look around. And he'd come to us with complaints and be like, yeah, you did this. And it's like the only way you would know that is if you let yourself into the house, which is illegal, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, um, did you, when you were at school, did you, have, uh, did you have lunch orders or did you just have the tuck shop? Uh, primary school, we had lunch orders. But yeah, we yeah, had lunch hi- orders at my school where you'd like write what you wanted on a little paper bag, yep. put your money in, yep. and then it would go off to this woman's house, and uh, and you know she would just she just had basically like a little mini catering business in her house. So my mum every now and then would go and like work with this woman, like she would like help out with the lunch orders, which was fucking awesome because if I had a lunch order that day that mum was working there, just a few extra little treats in the bag. Yeah, great. And then every now and then there was like a couple of days where I was like sick from school and I would like, mum would be working there. So she would take me along and I would just find my friends like lunch order bags and just like pile as much shit in there as I could. 
And anyway, I remember that the other day and I was talking to mum about it and she was like, oh, you know that woman who did the lunch orders? You know who her daughter grew up to become? The woman who started the Carmen's Muesli Empire. Oh, really? The the head of Carmen's Muesli, yeah. I've been eating eating that lately, the the muesli bars. Yeah, me too, yeah. Yeah, um, Because they're on special in the supermarket all the time. So I'm like, okay, I'll get that. That's pretty cheap. Yeah, I think I think they've got too much of a range. What? Um, which ones do you get? I oh, just get the plain, chocolate fudge. like the completely. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, every time tastes I, good. I just get the completely uh the the fruit and the the fruit free the like completely standard one just as, uh. as a quick little on the go pick me up. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Look, shout any... out Carmen's muesli. Shout out Carmen's mum. Yeah. Um, lunch order lady from back in the day. Yeah, I um. I, there was a, speaking of lunch orders, yeah, I'd, you'd put in the envelope and, and write on the envelope what you wanted, sausage roll, Big M, etc. Um, it felt like magic. It felt a lot more satisfying when I got to big school and it was like, okay, you can handle handing the money over to a person now. You yeah. can handle just going to a counter and getting it. It wasn't, yeah. it wasn't as exciting. Something about that, something about that big box coming into the, yes. um, to the classroom and like, yeah. Anyone, if you didn't have a lunch order that day, you wanted to fucking kill yourself. Just the oh. smell of hot pies, like going through the room. Oh, but oh. what about what about if you got the wrong order? That that was a disaster. Uh, that was I a don't fucking, have any memories of that happening. Yeah, I think I I got a memory of that happening where I I'm I'm not a fan of tomato sauce, and especially as a kid. And I think I got a sausage roll once that was just covered in tomato sauce, and I was like, I cannot eat lunch now. I just I, I guess I'm going hungry. That's that. We we had our list going for a little while of um uh what was it it was from something we talked about on here about uh strange things that people don't like yeah. and tomato sauce has got to be up there it's tomato sauce is an insane thing to have a hatred for yeah well it's my it's possibly my number one I've still got that list we should talk about it one week on talking dumb yeah I've still got the list because I think there are plenty more insane <laughs> things than that on that list mm-hmm. to be honest but um speaking of the old lunch order that was the last time. Um, <clears throat> last time my uh, my wife, don't say her name, went to Kosamui, which was the second Kosamui International Podcast Festival. Before we started mm-hmm. the festival, we uh, stayed uh, in some other places for about a week, uh, which was the absolute wrong order to do things in to have a to have a week holiday and then do the festival and then sort of go insane. Um, yep, it should have been the other way around. But we hung, hung out up north near uh, near Boput. And we went on this beach and there was like no one around. And there was this one guy that had a business, his business, uh, very loosely, um, I, I guess you would say business, but he had like a little, uh, like just a couple of bits of wood and that was his bar. And it was like, hey, here's my bar. And I'm like, that's funny. I'm going to go to this guy's bar, just a couple of bits of wood. And he was just some guy from Germany who um, was like, you know, just, just he he worked at his little bar without his shirt off for mm-hmm. the rest of his life. Just some 60-year-old dude. And I'm like, man, I want to be this guy. And uh, so we're just drinking there. And he was just forcing us because he's obviously just sitting in the beach all day doing nothing. So he, he had all these beach games, uh, activities, and he just forced us to play them. We're like, we don't want to do this. He's like, no, you have to do them now. And so, so he had someone to play with and people would just walk down right. the beach and he'd force them into playing as well. And we're like, we don't want to fucking play these. He's like, too bad. What's he got, like Uno and Jenga and shit like that? No, he had some weird made-up games um, like on, on the beach themselves, like some sort of like oh, okay. version of volleyball that he'd created, but he didn't have a volleyball or a net or anything. So he just like made a okay. game out of whatever drifted up on the beach. 
Imaginary uh, volleyball. Yeah. yeah, yeah, just some weird game. Anyway, um, so we're hanging out going, oh, this guy's pretty charismatic. This is fine. We, we, whatever. So, like someone else walked along and like he, they got suckered into it. And we're like, great, we'll just hang out here. And he had a big menu, like, you know, you could get food and stuff. We're like, oh, great, okay, well, we'll get food. And then he's like, great, gets on the phone, rings. And then the order actually goes to, yeah, again, some woman in a house, like half an hour away. And we didn't realise. We're going, you know, we put the order in and we're just sitting there and we're just sitting, seeing him sit at his piece of wood just necking beers. And we're like, when are you going to cook mm. this, this Penang curry I ordered? And he's like, oh, yeah, it's coming coming like okay and then you know 20 minutes later this woman comes along on a scooter along the beach just like just like like one-handed on the scooter and in the other hand carrying a plastic bag full of curry big old curry yeah yeah, not not plastic container plastic bag full of curry just a bet yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. she's won a like she's won a goldfish yes, at the, uh, at the exactly. Fair. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I like that. That's like the equivalent of the bar. That's like, hey, we don't have our own kitchen, but we're fine with you just ordering a pizza from down the road and getting it delivered to here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that poor guy. He'll be out of business now. What a shame. Um, mm. That's that's the thing. It's going to be we're not, next time I go to Coast Samui, It's going to be just visiting the wreckage of my memories, all the places that are gone. But yeah. uh, anyway, hope not. Anyway, bit, bit sad. Thanks, Aiden. Thanks, thanks, Aiden. Thanks, Aiden. Coughlin. Thanks, coffers. Coffers. Thank you very much to Fourth Cab off the rank this week. Um, fourth Cab doesn't get enough recognition. Uh, fourth Cab no. off the rank. Kieran Purnell. Kieran Purnell or Purnell, mm. another mispronunciation. <laughs> yeah. Porn Purnell. Yeah. Um. Mm. Kieran. What K- do you think of the name Kieran? Well, I mean, this one is misspelled. K I E R E N. Isn't it A N? Oh, Ka- Kieran. Kieran. Mm. Kieran. Mm. Yeah. Kieran. Yeah. It I doesn't... can't tell if I'm being put off by this name. Give me a second. It's just the sun has come out and it's like hitting my fucking window in a weird way. Feel for one second while I just close my blind. Yeah. Yeah. Kieran. K I E R E N. I would have thought it was K I E. Uh, A-N, but uh, yeah, just proves that mums and dads are under pressure when they're in the hospital, they're, they're, they're writing I'm out back. the names, and uh, even they can fuck up, so yeah, I don't know, don't know how I feel about uh, someone with a misspelt name subscribing to us, uh, I guess he's got to get his, yeah. um, <coughs> it's, it's, he's, he's got to get his jolly somehow, uh, he's, he's been together. relentlessly bullied on the schoolyard all these years, and he's turned to us. For a bit of uh, what do you think of uh, what do you think of this? I because I I watched Kill Bill the other day for the first time since it came out. Uh, Daryl Hannah, what do you reckon about Daryl as a female? <laughs> well, I kind of think <laughs> if you're hot enough, you can call yourself anything. That's that's always been my thought. Well, I mean, because I thought you know we would we you know a name comes up in the opening credits, and I was like. Yeah, Daryl Hannah. I was like, this must be like a weird thing that she's decided to do. Like, it's a, you know, it's a, uh, whatever. You know, you go on the Wikipedia page and you, you're going to get to the bottom of it. But no, it's her actual name. It's her actual birth name was Daryl. So it's like, sure, you're right. If you're hot, you can do anything. But it's like, yeah, looking at a baby, like looking yeah, at a baby yeah. and going, yeah, I'm going to give this a traditionally boy's name. It's like. Yeah. Well, sure, that's the case now that it doesn't matter that she's Daryl, but that wouldn't have been the case for fucking a very long time. Well, either that or 
the the parents are hot and they've gone, well, we, we're pretty sure we know what's going to happen here. Yeah. Let's we got a lot of work done just before we got pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> we're pretty safe here. Both of us, both of us have got double Ds now. Uh, we're pretty sure this is going to be a hottie baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Like giving your kid a fuck name and going like, look, if they're hot, it'll be fine. And then just like, what's what's the? I mean, this is a creepy question. What's the age where you think you can start to tell that a person's going to be attractive? But just like <laughs> looking at them at a certain point and going. Oh, thank God. I yeah. think they're going to be okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. they're going to get away with this. <laughs> no, but it's, it's tricky because you go, you look at some babies and some children, you go, oh, they're good, they're good looking. And then they, you know, you see those traditionally cute babies, like, you know, like, is it Cindy and the Brady Bunch? And everyone was like, oh, what a beautiful baby. What a, what a cute little kid. And then they grow up and you're like, ah, I think you peaked. I think you yeah. peaked when you were five. Yeah, I think that was yep. as good as it yep. ever got. You know, Winnie Cooper yep. was everyone's favourite growing up on um, The Wonder Years. Uh, and then and everyone was like, oh, she's so hot when you were 14. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she grew up and it's like, again, I think you peaked at 14. I think you I think you were right. a 10 at 14 and I think you are now a 7, which is still good. And then also – But it's no 10. And then, the, and then also the opposite is true where, you know, they'll have like – celebs on the late night shows or you see those memes that go around where it's like check out jennifer aniston's yearbook photo and Mm. she's like you know kind of weird looking that's i mean i think that's gonna happen to me you know i think uh i think 40 i'm gonna be a real smoke show yeah yeah (laughs) i'm gonna be gone look at me when i was 35 yeah yeah real real 35 (laughs) year old ugly duckling and now i'm a big old 40 year old (laughs) absolutely rootable swan yeah yeah, a big, beautiful black swan. Yeah, yeah. well, it <laughs> could happen to you. It happened to me. So it could happen to you too, Tommy. So. Yep, yep, yep. Um, but, uh, fuck, I'm trying – I can't get my – you Google it. I'm trying to Google – my browser's not working now. I'm trying to Google Daryl Hannah's parents. I just want to know if they're, they're as hot as I imagine that mm. they are. Oh, I, I did – I did see something interesting about her family. I think when I looked her up the other night, she, you know, she's married to Neil Young now. What a I did know weird that. pairing. Uh, okay. Susan Jean Metzger, a producer and former school teacher, and Donald Christian Hanna, a tugboat and barge company owner. Wow. Uh, Tugboat owners, yeah. I, mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I haven't seen either of them yet, but I'm pretty sure that the dad was punching up, I think. I yeah. think he's batting out of yeah. his leg without seeing them for one second. <laughs> uh, no pictures? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I – yeah, hang on. Let me, let me go to the thing here. Uh, Dal Hannah biography. I'll just Google the dad. Donald, oh, hmm. I wonder if this is the same guy. Probably not. Business person. Oh no, hang on, it is him. Uh, I guess he's yeah. I guess he's kind of an attractive man. Okay. Right. For an old guy, yeah, yeah. I guess he's all right. He's all right. All right. Now, now look up the mum. This feels. This feels really weird to be doing. No, it's Even fine. It's, it's not. Yeah. Susan Jean. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Susan's pretty good looking. Okay. Yeah. Yep, so you so they could have done it. They could have I mean, picked they're, it. They're good. They're good looking, but I don't I I wouldn't say that they're good looking enough that you would go we're definitely going to have a hot kid. Right. But then, you know, 
I can't, you know, I can look at pictures, but I can't comment on their ego. You know, I'm sure there's plenty of hideous people who are convinced that they're going to create a gorgeous baby when there's no evidence to suggest that. She does have a name that should probably be reversed. Absolutely. Hannah Daryl. (laughs) Yeah, that's why I looked her up. I was like, there's got to be something going on here. It's like... Mm. Daryl must be some, like, weird thing she's decided to do when she got into showbiz just to kind of, like, stick out from the pack, like, you know, like Jamie Foxx or whatever. Right. Give herself some kind of, like, different sounding name. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Kieran, what was the second name again? But at least with Hannah, it it does help a little bit. Like, Daryl Hannah. Hannah's a, you know, like a, a pretty girl's name. So that does that does do a bit of the lifting on the back end, but now she could potentially be Daryl Young. That's a that's a bit of a weirder. Yeah, name. yeah, yeah. I always used to think um, when I would be watching like the late night shows, and they would say, you know, at the start, they'd say tonight's guest Daryl Hannah. In my head, I always thought um, that she. I thought that Daryl Hannah was Jeff Daniels. <laughs> so when I hear the when I hear the name Daryl Hannah, I'd I'd picture I'd be like, oh yeah, cool, the guy from Dumb and Dumb is going to be on. <laughs> what about what about Daryl Daryl Hannah gets married to um you know one of the bosses of the, one of the most famous cartoon production companies of all time and becomes Daryl Hannah Barbera? What about that? What about that? Uh, wait, how? Oh, so she keeps her original. She keeps. She keeps her original name. Yes. And she hyphenates it to... Yes. To, but she marries Joseph Barbera. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Any more questions? That's not bad. That's not bad. And then Darryl they have a kid Hannah and Barbera. they call it Snagglepuss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. That's what happens. Um, okay, that'll do. Thanks, Kieran Purnell. We've gone too long Thanks, with this Pernell. thing. We better we better just yep. do one quick more uh, one or one final one. All right, fifth one, fifth cab off the rank. Uh, thank you very much to Patreon subscriber. Oh, okay. Uh, thank you very much to Patreon subscriber Gibbo Comedy. Gibbo Comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It says here they're they're paying us they're paying us money every week to uh, to cure cure their lives of uh, not enough. Absolute five-star comedy. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm. So, yeah. and they're, they're making that up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And also they're, uh, they're preaching from the, uh, the church of, oh, you know Don't what, let's, no, let's not Don't have a crack. Let's Don't have a crack. Not, not do that one. <laughs> <laughs> it's been over an hour. It's, uh, yep. it's after yep. lunchtime. We've got to go eat. Yeah. All yep. right. Thank you, uh, thank you, everyone who supports the show on Patreon, patreon.com slash club. Get on there. Get yourself some bonus episodes. Get immortalized in the, uh, in the Hall of Fame. Uh, head to littledumdumclub.com for tickets to the upcoming shows and the last remnants of a couple of pieces of merch that we have, the Talking Dum Dum hoodies, which are about to sell out, and we oh. will not be getting them reprinted. So That's it. It's uh, winter. Your last chance to get your hands it's, on one of them. It's chilly. There's uh, there's but a handful left, and uh, but because they're so big and bulky and warm for winter, they are still taking up quite a bit of room in my daughter's uh, bedroom. So if you can uh, grab the last vestiges of those. Uh, wonderful. Uh, I was going to say one-off items. There's more than one. There's there's probably about six. Six-off items. Um, get mm. onto them. Get onto the and website. See it. what what's what's. Still, some good sizes are available. Uh, so get on the mm. website. Get the last hoodies or get them at the live shows in Brisbane uh, and Melbourne. 
that are coming up at the moment. And Perth. And Perth, of course. Yeah. Perth probably All right, not, thanks. I would say. But yeah. Mm. Thanks, guys. Thanks very much for listening, and we'll see you next time. See you, see you mates. See you mates. See you mates.